recording? Are we recording? Are we gonna start? Uh, start right now? I'm waiting on you. Yeah, we're waiting on you, dude. Let's do this thing. Alright. What was that? Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Are you watching Phantom Menace again? I am watching my own menace. That's your favorite. You are are your own menace. No, this, uh. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll say something about it. Some of the stuff I bought on my trip, I was playing with tonight. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And we got Fred. I'm back. Hey, Fred. All right. Awesome. Good to have everyone back here. So this is episode number 97, Hellies and Hodges. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an eventful weekend for all of us. Yes. Yes. Literally. Definitely. So let's see how everyone's week been. Um, let's not go too much into the, the event, the fun fly stuff, but... Um, since we'll go over that in the main topic, but kind of do a little quick recap. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to go first? <laughs> well, if I'm not going to talk about the uh, the event, I'll talk about what I did tonight. Uh, sure. Some of the local guys are really into racing. Uh, they invited me over to their facility. They have a church that lets them race on the grounds there. It's an old golf course. Oh, nice. And uh, so, nice. yeah. Now, now the funny thing is, I don't, I don't care about racing. I don't care about racing. It doesn't appeal to me. You know, I'll, I'll ride around the track a little bit with the quadcopter, but I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the guys really has his act together. He, he races. He knows how to play with the frequencies and do all the changes and stuff. I get there. I only fly by myself. So I'm like, you know, they're trying to get me to tell them what frequency or what channel I'm on. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the one that's on, whatever that is. <laughs> channel one. Yeah. I'm laughing, Fred, because that's exactly the way I would be. I'd be like, well, I don't freaking know. I hit the button yeah. three times and it comes up. I can see it. Yeah, I, I fly by <laughs> myself. I don't care what channel I'm on. There's no interference. I'm alone. Yeah. So, and, and right, it's right. like, you know, I can put it on the, the goggles and I can scroll through and I'm on 10 different channels because I'm right next to the goggles. Uh. So, you know, I don't know what the strongest one is. I'm sure there's a way to know. I, I don't, and I don't care. Um, I was playing with a bunch of, you know, I had like three or four or five different quadcopters there. Uh, apparently none of them are on the same channel anymore after tonight. Uh, some of them I know how to change channels on, but I don't know what it does. I don't know what channel it puts it on. I just push buttons until it changes. Um, and then some I know they you can't change it without getting in and like d- moving dipsticks and all the old fashioned style. So did this guy help you out with like getting it set up so you could like fly with a them, little or? bit? And then I just said just just you guys fly. I'll fly something that doesn't have FPB because I brought. Um, I brought some of the stuff I bought over the uh, the weekend on my my events travels. Um, one of them was a, a beautiful little Ernie wing E R N I E Ernie. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he goes to all these southern events and he spends most of his time building foam wings that have LEDs in them. Nice. And uh, that's where you find him. He's he's at his workbench, you know, soldering and gluing and cutting. And the guy's awesome. He he. he he does gorgeous, gorgeous work. So you know, you you buy the the, the you can buy either it's just the raw kit or the built plane, uh, motor servos, everything. You just put the receiver in it, you're good to go. And the lights, I mean, he does a fantastic job. So I, I flew that some. We were there late enough that it was getting twilighty, and uh, one of the guys actually ended up chasing me with his quad, kind of the you know flight test style. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm looking forward to seeing that footage because that should look cool with the you know the sun setting and the 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 wing all glowing. He's I mean he <laughs> he almost clipped me a few times. Uh, so it it was a good evening. Yeah, Ernie Wing has a little demo on on YouTube. If you just type in Ernie Wing, uh, he's with yeah, RC I'll, Pixels. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, he's got a little demo. It's pretty cool. I'll, I'll have to mute it so I don't accidentally play it while you guys are talking. So go ahead, talk amongst yourself while I look for Ernie Wings. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, you want to go or should I? Sure, I'll go. So okay. I don't know what I did other than load up the Jeep and drive to the fun fly this weekend. I really didn't nice. do much. I think I worked on my, I wanted to say my 285, but, uh, I don't think I did anything. I, well, I took two nitro planes out of the shed and I brought them into the, the, uh, garage because I want to. Oh boy. Yeah. Cause I want to fix that one. I got that leak on the gas tank. It, the motor mm-hmm. ran, but I just got to fix the leak. Yeah. You might just have a bad fuel line or something that's cracked. Yeah, it was a busy week, so I didn't get a chance to do much. I got like I got like a lot of little odds and ends. Like I got a, I got a collar for this. I got an order. I got you know that that starter you gave me. I want to fix that. Get the switch and the button and all that stuff. I got a lot of little odds and ends that I got. Mm-hmm. I got to get together. And I think I did take I did take my my Neo off the Goblin and to get it ready for the two eighty five. But I didn't. I don't think I installed it. And I came across another, I have the one Neo with the extension on it, or the one, the it's not called a Neo, right? The one that has a satellite? No, it's called a Neo, but it doesn't have the V-Link. V-Link, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so it's not a, it's a quote-unquote air quotes here, a non-V-Link uh, Neo. Yeah, I found that. That was supposed to go, that's, that's supposed to go in my uh, scale helicopter. And nice. I came across another icon. I gotta sell these. I gotta sell some of this stuff. Yeah, man. sell the icons and get get those sold. So you, because you, I mean, I know you've been spending all this money on Neos, and you gotta recoup some of that money. Yeah, you know, yeah. you did just buy another house. So. Now, do the do the icon <laughs> work with Spectrum? Yes. Yes. And you, you can run the two sats. We, we should we should talk then. Yeah, Fred. I I know I have at least two satellites. Yeah, we'll 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 get up after the show. Yeah, because you. That's that'll be an improvement over the uh, the beast X I have on mine, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was for sure. It was a great improvement for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve too. That's all right. Yeah. I don't know anything to start with. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and dude, I'll okay. just send you. You can mess around with it. You know, I don't yeah. care. All right, I've got something I need to send to you. I got a package for you. Oh boy. So- Oh yeah! Oh boy! Is it that blow up doll so I can ride in the HOV lane? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I've got a drone attached to it, so it flies. Oh jeez! You filled up with helium. It's awesome. Okay. Nice. That'll go over well at next flight fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Close your eyes. Come here, kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would be uh, approved unless you put some clothing on it. No, that will. Then we might see an appearance of the official flight test shotgun as they shoot it out of the air. <laughs> um, all right, but that was. I'll talk about the fun fly, man. I mean, I had a blast. It was great meeting everybody again, and we'll get into that in the main topic. So, what have you been up to, Steve? Yeah, fun fly. We'll talk about that later. How's your shop doing? <clears throat> My shop is doing better. Not not great. It's it's uh it's quite messy in there. You know, I I have a lot of projects just everywhere. So, so I'll kind of go over it. Um, but definitely have the room. 
Yeah, I definitely have the room, but I, I'm I've quickly run out of you know workspace room, like tabletop space with just crap everywhere. But um, okay, so on one one workbench, I got more work done on the FT fiberglass vegan. Basically, the whole plane is together except for the nose. I'm not sure how I want to attach the nose to the um, that and the, the top hat guy, whatever they call it, the the canopy, I guess, battery yeah. hatch whatever you call it. Yeah. That part I still have to build, but I'm not sure how I want to put the nose on. I was I was thinking I don't want to do the tape method because everything else could be fiberglass and this just could be taped on. I feel like that's probably not the tape might not stick well and plus, you know, painting and stuff. So, I'm thinking some kind of like slide-in structure on the nose. Like I'll have kind of like a couple pieces of foam that I could slide it into to the battery portion or the battery, you know, compartment. And then maybe pin it somehow in there. So I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to do that. Well, is there any harm in permanently attaching it? Um, if I crash or like you know nose it in a little, I want to be able to remove it. Yeah, fairly okay. simple, you know. Um, and then plus when I do my landing gears, when when I you know eventually redo the landing gears setup and get some landing gears on there, I want to be able to do the steerable nose wheel again, which having the nose cone off. Makes it really easy to get the the servo in there and and the whole mechanism, you know, um, yeah, in true. there and wired up. So I want to make it for now, at least semi, you know, not really permanent, temporary. But uh, yeah, so I got to figure that out. But I got the vertical stabilizer, the canards all put in there. Cool. I fiberglass the wing to the fuselage and the other part, the you know, the little cover for the that the vertical stabilizer kind of goes into. That little wire covering, that's also, I've basically molded for fiberglass into that. So I just got to do some more fine sanding on it, and then I think it'll be ready to paint. Awesome, dude. So it's going to, I mean, so far, it's it's pretty cool. Um, you know, I can't help but like, ooh, kind of, <laughs> sounds a little weird, but rub my hands on the wings <laughs> and... <laughs> And all the the curves. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is actually coming out smoother and smoother as I sand with uh, 220. And then I'm going to sand with some 500 to kind of give it a little more, uh, you know, light sanding on it. Get nice, it smoother. Dude. Yeah, the fiberglass stuff is pretty good. I had to order more resin. So that's on order. And hopefully I'll get that in a day or two. And then I can finish up the rest of the fiberglassing, the canards, and all that stuff. So it's really cool. You know how you did your uh, your vegan with the, the skewers in the front? Yeah. What I what I ended up doing is I sanded all the edges. So like even my canards, the the front is sanded like an airfoil or kind of like an airfoil, maybe like a a sharp airfoil, but um, but rounded in some way. Yeah, it's rounded a little, but it's kind of more sharper. Like I did a lot more on the the top part. 45 degree and in the bottom i did a little bit so it's kind of kind of like an airfoil um leading edge okay and then on the trailing edge of the canards i actually sanded the bottom to about 40 about 30 degrees or 45 degrees so that way the air traveling on the bottom of the canards will kind of scoop up a little and give a little more wind to the uh the top of the the top part of the wing too just so i don't know i'm just trying different things you know but it looks really cool though and I'll, i'll I'll definitely post some pictures um, of the progress, kind of get you guys, you know, give you some updates on what that looks like. But let's see. Uh, besides that, my mini comment, I took that apart and took out the, the, the servo that went bad in it. Oh, and right. I got to say, it's 
the mini comet it's so well designed four screws and you kind of like unlatch the uh there's like a guide for the tail push rod you kind of unlatch that from it and then the whole thing just comes up and you just remove the tail servo wire and your whole motor head cyclic servo assembly is completely separate from the fuselage it's such an awesome design it's four screws i, I couldn't believe it um but i got that servo out so i'm gonna get hopefully get that warranty since i had like two flights on it and it broke so we'll go from there and hopefully i'll uh, get that fixed Let's see, uh, Oxy 2, I re-JB welded the, the pinion. Oh, right, right. Because that fell off at the fun fly, and I'll kind of go into that uh, during the fun fly portion. What else did I do? Oh, and I cleared off my cutting board, which is important because I'm going to start uh, cutting out a Vigan for our friend Rob. Nice. Yeah, so I got that. And, you know, the EDF I was going to give him... Um, it's kind of the fins are kind of beat up. I think back in green pond days, I kind of just didn't care. And, you know, on the grass, just kind of full throttle to to kind of slide that thing around. Yeah. And there's like little chips in the blades. And I'm, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be worth it or not. You don't have an extra EDF, do you? I think I do. Okay. Maybe we can put that motor in there if it fits. Just curious because I don't know. I, I don't know if it's going to be efficient, if it's going to be balanced. Well, I have those. I have those two that I bought for my cargo plane if I ever build it. I was going to do two 70 mil EDFs, which is probably a little bit big, but I didn't care. Hmm. How about this? You want to trade? I have two 68s and, and give me one of those 70s or whatever if you want to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you put one of the 68s in the Vigan? I don't want, I don't know. 68 just seems like it's going to be underpowered. Yeah. On 4S, I think it'll be underpowered. Okay. So, yeah, well, but, we yeah, we'll do, figure do, it do, out. Donate it to the cause. Mm-hmm. Did I do anything else besides that? No, I think that's about it for as far as the workshop. The rest we'll talk about on the fun fly side. All right. All right. So let's go into it then, huh? Yeah. Okay. So which one do you want to talk about first? Hodges or South Jersey? Yes. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> let's say Hodges. Does that happen first, right? No, no. You go ahead because I got a train in the background that's running. Okay. I heard something about a train. Yeah. Uh, so South Jersey, Heli's Gone Wild 2017. That was a fun event. I don't know good, about man. you, Kevin, but this would be our, well, this was my third year and that's a year second, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I had to leave a bit earlier than I expected, but yeah. nonetheless, I mean, it was the, the time that we were there. We had an awesome time. Let me start off by saying this, dude. It was yes. raining the whole way down or misting the whole way down. It's about a two-hour ride south of us down the turnpike. Yeah. And Steve flying down the turnpike with Kevin. Steve flying down the <laughs> turnpike at 85 miles an hour or, let's say, 80-plus. Let's just say 65. Let's just say 65-plus. Plus? Okay. <laughs> That's the speed limit. It's 65. So I was doing 65, yes. My Jeep is geared for the woods, not for the turnpike. And I got down <laughs> yeah. there. I was like a half a tank. <laughs> I know. I'm like, holy crap. No wonder I don't drive this fast. I use I use less than a quarter of a tank. I use Ugh. about a little over an eighth of a tank. <laughs> I probably have a quarter of a tank left after driving down and back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I took it a little easier on the way back. <laughs> I just want to say that for the day it was, it was kind of a crappy day. You know, it was, it was mm-hmm. overcast. 
It was still yeah. like like sprinkling when we got down. It wasn't really hard rain. It was just like a misty it was rain. The mist, yeah, the annoying mist. Mm-hmm. For the annoying mist, dude, that place was actually filled up. I was I was shocked at how many people were there. It was a pretty. I thought a pretty good turnout, man. I don't know how many pilots they had when it was all said and done. Uh, maybe ar- around seventy. No, I don't think it was that much. I thought it was in the sixties or like sixty eight. Somebody posted at one point. Okay, yeah, possibly then. Okay, yeah. I, I definitely was a lot of people. It was definitely a lot more than the last two years. And the funny thing is, is that this event was like thrown together in like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like we weren't sure it was going to happen. Rob wasn't sure. I know Rob and Chad Graham. So those are the two CDs of the event, which I want to definitely give thanks to is Chad Graham and Robin Clellan. But like, you know, it wasn't sure. People are like on Facebook, is this event going to happen? Are you guys going to do it? And and they're like, yeah, we're working on it. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, the date's set. And it's on. Sanctioned by AMA and all that stuff, you know? So they really hustled that last, I would say, couple of weeks to get yeah. this, uh, you know, this event organized. So that was it was great to see everybody, man. I mean, at one point, Fred, there was three or four Nitro Hellies in a row, like out flying. Yeah. And- I was walking around with with Mike. I mean, we'll get into everybody who we saw there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "This is like old school days here now." <laughs> really, know, just everybody flying nitro. Nitro's back, back strong. It was, pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So we got down there around what nine nine thirty nine fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. nine thirty. Yeah. And set up, and uh, I was planning on leaving anyways because there's a lot of stuff going on in my life and and at home and i gotta get home and take care of the pooches and the wife's been she's been working a lot like almost seven days a week and she just left from work and went to what she was doing that that afternoon so i was like she was like do you mind coming home and i'm like no you know (laughs) after she's working all this i don't want to really you know say no (laughs) you know i'm staying overnight you have to go back to work tomorrow you know so i was like yeah no problem you know i said i'll come back so that's why i had to split but yeah, Steve, you want to get into who we met there? I mean, like everybody that we that we normally run into. I know, and that's crazy that we've been going to we've been going to quite a bit of fun flies this year. Um, you know, Virginia and Rochester, um, and just our fun fly and just the ones in this northeast area. Right. It's crazy to see like all the same people. Yeah. And just to build that relationship with all these folks, you know, that that I call them they're like my heli family, you know. So, yeah, exactly. So let's kind of go down the list. Um, I'll name a couple, and you can name some. And I'm just going to basically read your off your list. So uh, okay. obviously, first, <laughs> you know, the McClellans, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Which yeah, uh, we got to say we got to say happy birthday to Devin. He yep had a birthday real, yeah. real recent. Yep. Little, uh, well, not really little. He's taller than I am, but <laughs> he's no longer nine. He turned he turned ten years old. No, no, he turned 16, so he could actually go get uh, his driver's license, uh, his permit, and and now we got to be scared. (laughs) Well, I thought it was 16 and a half. You had to wait until you were 16 and a half. Oh, I don't know. So who else else do we see right off the bat? We saw, obviously, our good friend Bill. Yep. And Mike Longo, right? Desk pilot. Yeah, Mike was there. with A.K.A. Desk pilot, a.k.a. William Anthony. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know if the McClellans are there, Mike and, and Bill are usually there. Mm-hmm. And right to the left of us was Charlie. He had his big camper. I don't remember Charlie's last name, but uh, I know Charlie. I've seen him at every damn fun fly. Like hell, he's over Delaware. Charlie and- Crespo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, uh, fellow team member of uh, RC Heli Hangouts. He, yeah. he. Uh, <laughs> this guy just has like, um, like I actually went into his camper this time because I, I haven't gone to his camp- inside his camper, and um, 
I mean, you know how like you have a camper and you have that overhead, whatever it's called, mom's attic, whatever you call that that overhead bed area of of yeah. a of a you know RV, right? Yeah. That whole area housed like thirty some my helicopters. It was insane. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was just like helicopter after helicopter after helicopter. Like just to see like how many fireballs and and oxies and God. Like it was just insane. But uh, yeah, it was great to see Charlie. Um, you know, he was flying his brand new Goblin Seven Hundred Sport that day, and I think yeah, I, I think he did put that in that day too. I didn't. Oh no, did he? Yeah, yeah. I saw um, him and Mike Diamante work working on it. So. But I think he got it back up and flying because, you know, someone who owns that many helicopters, sure enough, has a big box of parts to go with him. So I think uh, he was able to get that all repaired, you know, um, and flying again. But, yeah, so talking about the Diamantes, so there was, of course, uh, Michael and Dolores and, you know, of course, Chris, you know, our our good friend Chris Diamante. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's good to see those guys. I'm glad. they. I mean, it's a little bit of a ride for them, but I'm glad they came down. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to see them, man. Yeah, it's just amazing. They have this huge RV. They have like, you know, what I call like the tour bus RV. Um, yeah. And then they're, 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 you know, towing a full-size Suburban. Like, damn, <laughs> that's how you yeah. do it, you know? Just pretty amazing. And, of course, Old Man 3D, right? Yeah, our buddy Phil. Phil Goon. It's always great to see him, man. He's he's just, I don't know, he's he's just an honestly good guy. It's it's great. The the whole Diamantes are they're just just really good, down to earth, honest folk. So it's always yeah. great to hang out with them and, and see them um, enjoying the fun flies with the rest of us. So. Yeah, dude, Phil is the man. He's such a a cool dude. Yeah, and, and he cracks me up. Like I was out flying, I was out flying something. I think uh, you're six ninety. Oh no, okay, yeah, six ninety. Yeah, one of them. And he was just like, I'm gonna come out there and see Mister. Mr. Old Man 3D or Old Man Metal can fly in <laughs> yeah. his thing or whatever. Yeah, just throw it out or something. Like just yeah. <laughs> exhausting he's, the way he's, he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So let's see. Who else do we see? Um, I just started writing down names after this. I tried to remember like who they were as as we went down the flight line. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Glenn and Bill. I think there are also members down there, too. Or they fly at that field a lot. Oh, um, do they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Bill flies the, uh, the Line 760. That, that yeah. huge seven seven eight hundred size bird. So it's definitely good to see those two guys. Let's see who else was there. Uh, and then down a little bit further was uh was the aligned guys. They had their like little setup down there. Yeah, so there was Ron Riccio, right? Ron, Ron Riccio showed up. Yeah, and and was it Derek Chekis who's the pilot yep, for Align yep. that was there? Yep, Derek Chekis. He's he's also he's an amazing pilot, man. He's such a he's a good guy to talk to too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we chatted with him for a little while. He's another one that had a birthday and just turned 16, I think, right? No. <laughs> he is a young dude, or he looks young, man. He looks young, but he's not that young. I don't think he's 16. No. No, <laughs> no but, man. Just an amazing pilot. Yeah, I watched him fly for a little bit, and I was just like, good Lord. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see what else. We had Drew Robinson, right? Drew Robinson. Yep. Drew- yep, saw him walking around. Mm-hmm. And then down further was the... Uh, the speaker area or the DJ area or whatever you want to call it. And Matt yeah. was there and, and Chad were hanging out there. I guess registration. Registration, right? the PA system set up. So, yeah, the two brothers, Matt and Chad uh, Graham. So, yeah, they're they're awesome. And it was awesome. The next couple of guys, we got, uh, what was it, Ed Johnson, right? 
Ed Johnson was there from RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Uh huh. With his uh, f- with friend Greg um, uh, Babuda. I I, I always mess up his last name, but yeah, I got to write a segue. Greg, let me ro- write a segue. Oh, you suck, dude! <laughs> yeah, remember you saw me. You're like, I told you had to leave or something. No, was, I didn't oh, see no, it. Oh, Rob was saying that. <laughs> Rob was saying like, I told you had to leave, and I'm riding around in a segue. Ah, uh, that's what was keeping you. It was awesome. Well, it was it the off road segue. So I had like the big wheels, and then just like you lean forward. See, it's like you know, give me like a, a thirty second, like okay. So you sit on here, and you you know, if you push forward and, you, and lean forward, you'll go forward. You turn the bar that you're holding on to your handlebar right or left to turn, you know, to to yaw. And then when you want to slow down, you kind of just lean back a little, and then you lean back a little more, and you'll start going backwards. So I was like, okay, cool. I jumped on it. I'm like, ooh, whoa. But uh, yeah, you start leaning forward and you just start booking on it. It's like, and you, it's the off road and you're on grass. So you kind of feel the bumps on your knees and stuff. Um, but it was fun. It was definitely cool. It, nice. it was actually like, it took me, it, it felt like it took me like 30 seconds of his instructions and 30 seconds of actually being on it to get used to it. You know, it was really intuitive. Like you just kind of like lean forward. It's kind of like skiing almost, you know? Um, okay. just felt very natural. So that was pretty damn cool. Did you see Ed fly at all? I didn't get a chance to see him. I think I saw him fly, try to fly his nitro. I, yeah, I, I saw him fly the nitro briefly, and then he had some uh, um, RPM gov issue, which he landed and then was working on it. So It was great to see him, man. Yeah. I think this is the first fun fly that we, we saw him t- this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I know we went up by him once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, I I know I I went and hung out with him in the city once. But yeah. yeah, he didn't come to ours, so I know he had family stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, and he didn't make it down to uh, to Virginia mm-hmm. the first year in the spring, or the, in the spring. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's the same year, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that was good to uh, hang out with Ed, and then another one, another member of his club was out there, not just Greg, but it was also uh, Alex Rios. Okay. Skawi, uh team pilot? Yeah. Yeah. So he was flying his NX-7. That's right. Yeah, I saw him go by. Yep. 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 So it's good to chat with him for a little bit. Kyle Snyder came by. Yep. We saw him. Dude, I was like halfway through that, that event, and I was like, oh, I wonder if, you know, we're going to see Kyle Snyder at all. And then he, I, he comes walking up, and he's like, man, they'll let anybody come to these things. I was like, <laughs> yeah. hey. Yeah, I was glad to see him. He's he's another good dude. I mean, all these guys, man, are great guys, man. I know. So so cool to, to hang out, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we all work so damn hard, dude. I don't care what you do for a living. You know, if you're putting 40 hours or more in, you know, everybody works hard. Yeah, you know, right. It's just great to get away and, and, and hang out and spend time with everybody and just, just chill out. Well, let's see. There was um, uh, Pete Campbell, Piero Pete. Pure uh, Pete. Yep. Pete, he was there. He's a uh, uh, team pilot for Synergy. He, so he was out there representing. He's a good fly, man. He's a good pilot for sure. There was the uh, Wes- Wesley was out there the from Team Minicopter or Peak Aircraft. Okay. Yeah, he was good to see him. Didn't really get a chance to chat with him too much. No, I just kind of like waved and went by. Yeah. Uh, I said hi, shook his hand, and then kind of, yeah. you know, yep. we, we had other stuff like just people pulling us from left and right i hung out with eaton a little bit you know eaton yeah from, uh, yep in bryce yeah that that flies out at the brooklyn field there mm-hmm. the, they have the the yeah. sea view 
got to chat with him for a little bit. Yeah. Also, yeah, you, yeah, we were talking about him, talking with him about the um, the precision flight stuff because you know he does the Nats and stuff. He's part of Urcha. He's an ambassador yeah. for Urcha, and he does a lot of the um, the nationals, the you know precision flight stuff. So that was pretty cool. Now he's sponsored by Futaba. I believe so. Yeah, I believe he's I mean, sponsored by I Futaba. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I know he's sponsored by Zeal Blades. Oh, okay, cool. Let's see. Who else do we have? Andrew Latch, Latches. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He was the he was the music teacher guy from Long Island. Oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was out there. He bought a new uh, the Black Thunder, the the green one I have. He bought the same one, and he loves that. I think I nice. I recommended to him on, at Rochester because he was having some problems with his uh, 700 comp, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I might as well. I think I just want to sell this and get a get the newer one." And I was like, "Dude, get the Black Thunder. It's so much better." And I think he told me that night he went back to the hotel and put his order in, and he got some killer deal, like brand new Black Thunder, not the T line, but the the black and green one that I have. He got that for like 700 bucks for the airframe, like some wow. ridiculous deal. I think he said it was like. 2000 or under 2000 for like everything damn you know motor ESC, like everything but i think the battery packs so he did an awesome he got a killer deal on that a main pilot joshua gudro he was out there killing it yeah his, he also has this awesome car man it's a it's a honda crv oh, right remember that the thing is loud yes. <laughs> turbo charge a big ass intercooler in the front it's it's pretty uh decked out it's such a sleeper. It's yeah. It's not your normal like uh, tuner. Yeah, car. yeah. <laughs> it's not like not. your Civic or your Integras and stuff. It was like a CRV. You're like, huh? <laughs> uh, let's see who else was there. Um, well, our buddy Muse. Yep, Muse, Muse was there. Yeah, he brought his son too, which is awesome. Moise. Uh, this is a guy I met there. Uh, you know, I've seen him on Facebook. I see his posts and stuff. But Al Talone, Al Talone, he he was out there with his family, and Al, I believe he flies for Mikado or like V Control as a team pilot. But yeah, he was out there, so it's good to meet him for the first time. He's actually from close to where my old town was, where I grew up. He he's from Stony Point, and which is uh, in the same county, you know, Rockland County, as oh, okay. Spring Valley, where I grew up. So that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see who else was there. Well, last but not least, yeah, if we forgot anybody, forgive us, but I wanted to definitely mention Mike, our buddy Mike Welch. Yes, Mike Welch. He was there with his big ass camper and, uh, and his dog, Jasmine. Jasmine. And, uh, dude, he's such a great guy too, man. Yes. He's like, like part of the family, like the sitting at the main table type guy, you know? Yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. Just like, like almost like everybody we mentioned, you know? Um, yes, he was nice enough to buy us lunch. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you, so Mike. Thanks again, Mike. Yeah, and uh, he's just just a good good guy, man. I got a chance to see his his um his scale bird fly. Yeah, you know, from and, afar. And, and we we saw posts, we saw pictures, and he uh, messaged us. Yeah, and it went in. Yeah. Did you see what failed on it? Yeah, it was a little screw right yep. that came out. A little screw that gets red Loctite. So this this helicopter. He's been flying it with like very little maintenance, very little things to do on it for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. And, Wait, is it a 600 size? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's a 600 yeah. nitro in there. It's a fly bar. Yeah, 600 mm-hmm. nitro. And it's crazy because 
you know, it was like this one screw that basically held a, a pinion for your the tail drive system, which is a belt, right? A belt. And yeah. it's like the cover and this little screw in the washer that popped off and he lost the tail on it. Um, so he yeah, said the sucks. damage wasn't too bad. Um, so he should be able to get it back in the air soon. But yeah, it was, it was sad to hear that it went in because it was such a great flying bird, man. Yeah. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, and it's, and it, good. it's always good to see him, man. Good guy. Yeah. We've seen him in like, it feels like every single fun fly we went to. It's like him yeah. and Kyle, I feel like, you know, and obviously the Diamantes and all the usual right. suspects, but like, right. yeah, it's great. Uh, and he came down from Massachusetts, man. That mm-hmm. was a yeah. pretty long ride. Yeah, pretty long drive. So, sure. It's great to see him. And it's great to see everyone. Yeah. yeah. Now, one one last person I want to mention, which uh, we're going to get this guy in the show, because this guy brought a full-scale heli. <laughs> like, yeah. a full size. Like, it's experimental, like but it's... You know, he flew it inside. He was flying it, yeah. Yeah, so so his name was Greg Gomez, um, and he actually has a – he his, his business is uh, area photography. So he has his uh, company called Skyview AP. So this guy, he comes in his truck with a trailer, opens up the trailer, pretty big trailer, and, you know, behold, he – Drags out a full scale helicopter out of yeah. it, like all together. There's not really much, you know. Um, and we're, we we all got to take chance to take a look at it. So we, you know, I posted a bunch of pictures and some uh, Facebook Live video of it. So every anyone who follows on Facebook should know what we're talking about. But yeah, it's this this yellow helicopter. I forgot the model of it or what it oh, was dude, exactly i have no idea no idea but all i know is he said it runs off a three-cylinder <laughs> snowmobile engine it had a ktm pipe sticking out the back which was freaking awesome and it runs on 93 octane gas so no jet fuel he could just go to mobile yeah. down the street get premium and and you know refuel his helicopter so yeah he he actually flew it twice during the time that we were there he kept it low. He kept it like five, ten feet off the ground because I guess yeah. you know anything, anything higher. When he starts to go higher, he might have to, he has to probably deploy his his flight plan and stuff like that. So, so he was just kind of flying low to demo it around, and everyone was getting a kick out of it. That thing was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing to see him fly up and down the flight line mm-hmm. with that thing, man. And I can't wait to get him on the show because I had a thousand questions for him. But he yeah. was basically saying, you know. And it kind of makes sense, you know. We we know what the controls do, so because mm-hmm. I asked him how hard is it to actually fly this? Because I've heard it's as hard as standing on a ball in the middle of a gymnasium. I've heard other guys tell me, you know, it's not that hard once you once you get the hang of it. But he was like, you know, you guys know what all the control surfaces do. You know what the collective does. You know what the right. what the yaw is with the rudder and all that. He goes, mm-hmm. he's from the RC community, like yes. originally, yeah. Like he flies RC helicopters. He does the the AP stuff for work, but he said it translated very easily from the RC helicopter flying into full scale flying a helicopter. What did he yep. say? It was like he said thirty minutes. He was hovering pretty good. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like he was even impressing his instructor and stuff how how quickly he uh, picked it up. And he and he was basically saying any one of us can you know within thirty minutes to an hour be hovering. Um, fairly, you know, in a tight spot, like in a tight box, you know? 
Yeah. So that's pretty cool to kind of hear that, you know, coming from someone who's done it. So we definitely want to get him on the show to talk about, you know, we could talk about his AP stuff, his business, you know, which is cool. Just that aspect. Um, I didn't even ask him if he passed this part 107 or anything, but uh, I'm sure he did. And then we can also talk about how it was for him to translate going from the hobby into full scale, you know? So, yeah. And I, I know you said you had tons of questions and I, you know, I have tons of questions, especially about his aircraft because it wasn't that expensive. He said they range from what, like fifty to eighty thousand dollars. You know, yeah, I'll, that's kind of expensive. <laughs> no, I mean, if you really think about it, though, for something that you could fly for two hours, you know, like yeah, I don't know yeah. how fast they fly or what their, you know, the capabilities are, but like that's not that bad. That's like. How much is it? I mean, what I was looking up before I bought my car, I was looking up Ford Explorers. Like, you know, the top of line Ford Explorer was like $60,000. It's like, really? I could buy a helicopter for a price of a, a SUV? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's that bad. True. Uh, yeah, I thought it'd be like 100 plus, but no, it's under $100,000, which is, you know, under, say, under $80,000, which is crazy. So, crazy. Craig Z. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully we didn't miss any names. And if we did, we apologize. But uh, there was a lot of folks we were talking to. It was just it was pretty chaotic. And I think how, how long were we really there for? <laughs> it was pretty intense. And we were only there for like seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Five, you know, eight hours tops. Yeah. So, so that was awesome. So, dude, I wanted to just bring up any crashes that you saw. And talk about what we flew, and then we could talk to Fred about his his event. Uh, I only uh, I only hmm. saw one crash. That was the guy who flew, was flying the six ninety next to me when I was flying my six ninety. Yeah, which was like all over the place. He was good, but he was just he was just in the boundaries of the box. It wasn't you know he didn't really stay in there too well. Yeah. So yeah, he did drive in. He was doing some inverted circuits, and he drove it in. Um, from what I saw off the corner of my eye, so I was kind of spotting spotting you so it was kind of you know i was going back and forth with seeing what you're doing see what he's doing but yeah the whole time i was thinking after he put that in i was like oh man you know if i crash mine yeah i just kept thinking about crashing mine like that 690 went in and then the other guy flying a 690 went in you know i just kept thinking about that so oh I really like, i thought it was like oh good god he went in already so that means he could fly without uh, worrying <laughs> Because he's nah, just like, just like I don't know, he was doing some fast hurricanes or whatever circuits, and it was, I was just like, oh man, he, he's coming in your box, he's out of your box, he's coming in your box, he's out of your box. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I know that Wesley. Was the one I saw. I saw. I saw Wesley. Um, this was the aftermath. I didn't see him crash, but I know he put one of his Diablos in. I saw the pictures. I know uh, Bill Ann. He put in his X3. What? His Gowie X3. Ugh. Yeah, he, this was the day before. He put, uh, you know, I saw the aftermath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Let me tell you, dude, Bill has been kicking ass with his flying, man. Yeah. I bust his chops a lot, and everybody knows it, but, and, you know, sometimes he deserves it. But his flying, dude, is getting, he's killing it, man. Mm-hmm. He's doing some real cool stuff, man. I watched, I, I got a chance to watch him fly, and I was like, wow, man. Yeah, that's awesome to see. It's yeah. awesome to see because I know I think it was the first couple of times we got together, man. Like, it's good to see. It's it's good to see the guys that when you first started, you know, hanging out, and all they did was either stall turns or like you know just upright, you know, circuits or whatever. And now they're just killing it, man. 
that it's that's really cool to say, man. I don't know. I, I, I get a kick out of it. No, definitely. I mean, when when I first saw him fly, you know, he wasn't bad. Yeah. He, you know, he had control of the helicopter. He was able to do like circuits and punch outs and pure punch outs and to nose in and stuff. But um, but now he's like inverted figure eights, inverted circuits, you know, like, you yeah. know, he's low to the ground. He's, he's, he's really pushing hard. He's, he's learning a lot. He's definitely getting more comfortable, which is great. You know, I feel like he's better in pilot than I am now. <laughs> so. <laughs> But that doesn't really say much because I suck anyway. So, um, <laughs> no, no, no. He's doing good. He's doing real good. So, dude, what I brought to fly was the two two fifty five, the little oxy. I brought my six ninety, and I brought my five seventy. But I, oh, I did fly that. I hovered that, flew it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's yep. back to flying. So I'll probably wind up selling it. Nice. Now that it's fixed. Yep. Uh, and I also brought my scale heli. But I wanted to say that I'm doing better pyros on the 255 oxy believe it or not i don't know must just must be the setup and but i'm doing better pyros on that than on the 690 i think it's just you're you're comfortable with the the pure the pure rate like how fast it, the tail's moving yeah. to get your timing yeah. down i feel like your your timing on your 690 is it's off a little I, oh definitely yeah yeah i feel like it's you're moving the tail too slow for your cyclic yeah but um, you know, and that's just something that you have to you'll learn over practice, just practicing. So. But I started moving them down, dude. I was doing those like ten feet off the ground. Yeah, easy. yeah. Especially with the, the oxygen. The that's less yeah. less uh, intimidation on crashing. You're like, yeah, whatever. If I crash it, that's yeah, not but I don't want to crash it. Yeah, it's you don't. Good, man. You don't want to crash it, but it's not like you'll yeah no no i know what you, you mean. know not not be hurt but like a little down from crashing i can crash the 690 if i crash the goblin you know i'd be like oh fuck i, I won't be like crying about it but i'll be like damn that kind of sucks now i gotta fix it and all the money and the cost and not even that like just the downtime not having a helicopter which is one of your favorite helicopters to fly you know having that downtime sucks yeah but um yeah you're uh you definitely get more comfortable with that stuff, which is great. Let's see. Let's see some memorable flights. Oh, so, okay, I guess I'll say what I brought. I brought the um, 766, the N7, my Goblin Black Thunder, and the 600 Nitro, and then my two Oxys, Oxy 2, Oxy 3 Speed or whatever. I don't know. I don't run the canopy now on it, so just the Oxy 3 285. So Oxy 2, awesome little heli flying the crap out of it. I'm trying to figure out how to get... I'm trying to get over this... This, I don't know. I guess it's a V-Control. It's the inability of the V-Control to go above 4,800 RPM on the Gov. <laughs> you know? it's you know I love V-Control, but I don't know why that they it, this is capped at 4,800. Like, they let you do some crazy overspeed on the, the cyclic rates and the, the tail rates, like 200 or something, which is insanely fast. But then when it comes to Gov, they limit you to 4,800 for some reason. Dude, I have an icon for sale. <laughs> no, it's okay. But I'm going to trick the... I'm gonna trick the um... Wait, wait, wait. I thought you were sending it to me. Yeah. I have two, Fred. Darn you. So I'm tricking the V-Bar to think that I'm running a higher pole motor. Oh, I was going to say, what are you telling? It's a one pole motor or something? <laughs> well, higher. But so it's, it's, it's a higher... three poles or three sensors, we'll call it. Because it's six poles, but the sensors are are divided, you know, whatever poles are divided by two. So I'm saying that there's six sensors now. So, and what basically does is 
when I'm running that at 2,500 RPM, it's actually pushing out 5,000 RPM. So if I do 2,800, you know, you do the math, it's it's pushing out a lot more head speed than than it thinks it's doing. So my head speed reading is off, but in reality, that helicopter should be screaming at 6,000 RPM or 5,600 or whatever it was. So did you fly it? Did it work? Yeah, I flew it. It worked. It sounded definitely sounded angrier, you know. Angry. Yeah, just <laughs> screaming in the air. Um, and then I let that my was angry. Yeah, <laughs> and then I let one of my you know one of our friends fly it, um, and he was just flipping it, doing his crazy stuff like you know pro level uh, flight routine on it, and then he was like, I, I lost motor." I was like, oh, shit, did I strip a gear? Did I, you know, did the motor back off the, the mesh? And I'm like, you know, look, and I'm like, where's the pinion? <laughs> so on the Oxy-2, the pinion isn't bolted in or, are, you know, in with a set screw like most helicopter pinions. This is so small, you can't physically put a set screw without, like, basically losing a, a one side of the pinion teeth, right? Yeah. So it's glued on. Now you're supposed to use some kind of green retaining Loctite or something. Um, but all of my helicopters that use the press-on, what I call press-on or glued-on pinions, I just JB weld them because I don't ever want to take them off. I just, whatever. So, I, you know, I JB weld, but it broke the weld. Wow. Yeah. It's a Lee press-on pinion? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So this time I, you know, I, I, I glued the pinion back on, but I, I actually... You know, took some sandpaper, coarse sandpaper, and rough up the the um, output shaft on the motor to kind of give it some more, you know, rough areas to for the glue to bite into. You took sandpaper to the shaft? Yes, I took sandpaper to the shaft. <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Dude, well, wait a minute. Let me get serious here for a second. Hold on. Let me ask you one question. That pinion is almost microscopic. How the hell did you find it? It spun off and it just kind of, because you know what happens, the pinion's metal and the motor's manual, metal too. So it just kind of like, I guess, stuck on the motor. Like magnetized to the motor? Yeah. That's so, lucky though, because I, I don't lucky. think, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I yeah. don't think that normally happens. Because we took the canopy off and we're looking and we're like, oh, and then, and it just fell. And, and Devin and, <laughs> Devin was like, oh, it just fell out, <laughs> and then we picked it up and found it. So, of course, Devin's there, dude. Yeah, when when you crash, because he comes running back from the flight line, he lost the <laughs> pinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's he got so the blade on he backwards. Gets so excited, you know. God bless the kid. He gets so excited. It's great. Yeah. Um. Yep. But yeah, so that happened, and you know that benched the the oxy two. But yeah, it's so it's it was flying great, and and I I got that thing glued back in. Um, I'm letting the glue really settle, make sure it sits in before I try to get the mesh set up and reinstall the motor. Uh, let's see, uh, awesome flight. I got which I have a video of which I'm gonna post soon. Uh, so by the time this episode is released, it'll be already on YouTube on our Free Forestry page. But I have uh, I was flying the Spark, the DJ Spark that I have, and I recorded. Um, Devin's and Chris Diamani's tandem flight from the air. Oh, nice. So you got to see this one part where they do um, rainbows together. It's They do a really good job. They're working on a good routine together. And you can definitely see that like these kids know each other's flying styles. 
and and the maneuvers and stuff and they, they talk through the stuff and they're getting they're getting some cool moves down together like they're doing like hurricanes together and stuff it's pretty cool stuff that's great to see too man just their their friendship too friendship as it as, as they they grow in the hobby you know Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's it's really cool to see. I'm happy for those guys, man. Yeah. They're, they're two good guys, man. Yeah, and this is that next generation that is coming up in the hobbies of pro pilots, you know? Yeah. So so it's amazing. Yeah, two, yeah. two very good pilots. Two yeah. two very good good dudes. For sure. Good kids, you know? But they're kids. 16 and 17, they're kids. They're still babies, <laughs> you know? They're still babies. Uh, that's, that's, a, that, that's a dad side coming out. It's like, oh man, one hundred seventeen. He's not gonna be a baby to me. <laughs> one hundred seventeen. I'm gonna be like seventy freaking a hundred or whatever. Seventy freaking hundred. Seventy billion years old. No, you're not. You just turned fifty. You'll be sixty-seven. You can't right. do math. <laughs> you know where to hear seventy. No, you're a little close to seventy. But um, <laughs> you'll be you'll be retired. Living in your Florida home. I ain't going to be retired. Com- Are you kidding me? Complaining about everyone. Oh. The heat. <laughs> I was about to say, you already do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, not unless my neighbors move down next to me. I won't be complaining about them. Why? It'll be about time they retire, too. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. But uh, let's see. What else? Anything else I uh, want to mention about the event? No, just thanks to the guy that owns the airport. Yeah. The Allens. The Allens. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Awesome field and awesome time, and uh, wouldn't have happened without him, and it wouldn't have happened without Chad or uh, or Rob putting it together. Man, it was yep. cool. It was definitely cool. Yeah, great time. Can't wait till uh, next year again. It's gonna be cool. So, Fred, how was your event? Are you still there? Oh, I'm sorry. Was I snoring? Yeah, a little. That's okay. <laughs> um, Heffy. It was awesome. I, I didn't think I was gonna go because you know work and all. Um, yeah. I ended up having a event I was supposed to attend as a representative for work on Saturday, which Friday, Saturday is my scheduled days off. Sat down with the boss real quick, said, hey, listen, can I take Thursday off instead? She was cool with that. So I hooked up the little mini camper to the truck and drove on up uh, Wednesday night, spent Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, Friday, came back Friday afternoon. So I got the most of it in, the bulk of it in. I did see the booth thing that you had set up somewhere i guess that was after after the event oh yeah that was after that was the you so know, that was on the weekend yeah that was the next day saturday okay so, but yeah so man i'll tell you that was like going home uh when i first moved to florida i used to drive the three and a half four hours up to hodges every time they had an event and the guys you know i got to be super good friends with the guys up there and it'd been four or five years since I've been to one of the events with the guys. So, uh, really? Yeah. It's, it kind of shocked me because we're wow. like trying to figure out the you know, last time I was up there and it's been a while. Well, it's probably documented on one of the flight test videos. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I think I've been up there since, cause I didn't go up there the second time flight test went there. Okay. The first time they went to Seth, I got to play tour guide to him. I introduced him to the folks that, that were up there as the regulars. Right. And so KFC, the guy that had the giant wing that had the little parasite wings that came off of it. I don't know if you remember that from the video. He was there. He brought his 747 that he made out of blue core foam. That thing was awesome. I saw uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. That that thing is gorgeous. Now, he did have a little ding up on, on uh, one of his flights. He came in 
and one of the engine nacelles hit the ground and ripped off. So okay. he's going to fix that. But man, talk about a just a really cool plane that's I mean made out of construction grade foam. So what did he do to that thing? Did he did he like just sand it down and then wrap it in something, or how did he how did he do blast that? it somehow to get that shiny finish? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, he fiberglassed it. Because back in the day, well, we didn't necessarily fiberglass. We'd, we'd use fiberglass cloth and polyurethane. And okay. Um, there was a lot of guys that were doing some impressive stuff back then. The event was is was good. I, I, I was a little <laughs> it was a little shocking to see how much aged some of the guys were since the last time I saw them. And, you know, I, I, I'm there too, man. I put on some weight and got some gray, uh, it, so it definitely had been some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so cool to, to just be able to sit down and hang out with them. They didn't drink as much as I remembered the first night. The second night, there was a little bit more of adult beverages being consumed. Uh, somebody set off some fireworks motors. I remember that waking me up. Oh, jeez. The uh, camper I was sleeping in shook a couple of times, so I'm guessing the guys came by and, you know, were trying to wake me up, and <laughs> I, I I I slept mostly slept through it. The camper I took up, you, you had expressed yeah. it. So I, I did some live video of that. Yeah, you, I was going to ask you about that, like going into a little detail about that whenever yeah. you had a break. Yeah, it's a little. It's like a. It's like a four by six sized trailer frame that uh-huh. somebody took. Uh, I think it's just like the two inch styrofoam, two inch styrofoam, and built the the actual uh, kind of teardrop style camper out of it. Yeah, right. And so I got, in the back of which is awesome. <laughs> was that? The yeah, AC the in the back, which is awesome to have AC in that. Oh, yeah, thing. the AC, man. I didn't need it. The nights were cool enough that I didn't mm-hmm. need to have AC. Although I did um, I did risk getting into a little bit of uh, trouble with some of the guys because I left the door open to let the air through. And the darn Canadian had, had <laughs> let me know that he could have got me pretty good. So one of the times I was walking <laughs> around, I was, I was over there at the uh, float plane area. I was okay. trying to do some interviewing. And so I asked this guy his name, and he, he stalled a little bit. Then he said he was Ian James, I think it was. And I'm like, I don't know any better. So I'm like, okay. And there's people like, hey, James. They must have known his name from, from online but didn't know what he looked like. Well, it wasn't James. His name was, uh, uh, what was it? We came with a G. The heck with him. He doesn't deserve a name since he tricked me. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, he, he, was, he was a bit of a, <laughs> a jerk in a good way, though. Uh, apparently they're part of the A team, E H A team. Uh-huh. A? Yes, I've hey. seen that. I've yeah. seen that online. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, he's an A hole. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, wow. What's his name? Yeah. It began with a G and he doesn't deserve a name. Yeah, that's him. No, that he he, he was he was awesome. Uh I I, <laughs> I really can't remember what his name was cuz uh Glenn I think maybe cuz I I called him I was calling him Glenn for the whole event, you know, GL and then Ian. Nice. But he was hanging out with a group of guys that, that I knew from, from previous visits. And, you know, it was just a good time all around. So anyways, back to the trailer, the, uh, it's, so it's, it's, it's a styrofoam shell with like a canvas, a per- water permeable canvas. You don't want a waterproof canvas. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, a polyurethane to act like a resin. Okay. I know that that's how we're doing the, the, the RC airplanes back in the day. I'm thinking that's how this trailer was done. And so it's super lightweight. I mean, I could just pick it up and move it around real easy anywhere I want it to go. 
I didn't build it from scratch. If I did, I would have made some different changes to it. Uh, what I did end up having to do was gut the entire interior, and I, I uh, skinned it in some really thin plywood and built a little uh, cubby up behind the head of the bed, which, yeah. you know, saw the video, you saw the little cutout fish that my wife insists on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, I got the Ernie wing. It's a, like a Depron wing. Ernie's awesome. He, he just he spends most of his events just building these wings puts in the lights into them and yeah but he doesn't he doesn't put in your hobby king lights he puts in like the adafruit expensive like leds that are he's he did it up really nice man the video yeah. i saw now, on youtube the video that they had he they had some sort of the driver in there to activate the different colors and flashing and stuff nice. mine doesn't yeah. have that um okay. that, that was probably a custom order everything will do you know custom work for you uh but man it just it just it lights up like a paper lantern it just is you know, because it's that white foam with the lights inside of it. It just glows, um, which really led to the night flight. So you had a bunch of the Ernie wings up, a bunch of other planes up. Uh, I had one that was a Hobby King plane. I, I don't remember the name of it right now, but it's like the fly beam or something like that, where it's a, it's set up with lights and I can activate them uh, in the air. So it's kind of cool. I'll fly it up and I'll shut the lights off. And so it just <laughs> disappears and I turn them back on and it just, oh, it, it it's cool effect. Nice. So the night flying was cool. The guy from Simple Copter, the Tricopters, in one of the videos of that I did as a live video, uh, he's the one that hit me. I had the camera up filming, and the plane got oh. closer and closer, closer. Mm. Bam! Uh, I wasn't paying attention to the planes for it. I was trying to focus on you know keeping the camera point point in the right direction and stuff. It uh, it's funny you can hear it. It's just the foam hits my knuckles. <laughs> it, none of the, the motor doesn't hit. The prop didn't hit. And, uh, you know, giggling ensued. Uh, (laughs) There may have, again, been some adult beverages drank by some of the folks there. The other neat thing was, I mean, this is is the home of Seth, where we're flying at. Mm -hmm. It's Hodges Hobbies. So this is the fall version of Seth. It's a little bit smaller, a little bit more personal feeling. You really get to kind of know almost everybody. Uh, Seth was just this really big, big event that it was a little overwhelming. So... One of the really neat things with this event was as many people as we had there, there was still plenty of space on the runway. I mean, there was seemed like there wasn't that many people in the air at any time. So you could go out there and, and enjoy flying and, and, you know, just get plenty of airtime in. Yeah, that's what it looked like in the videos, man. They did shut down the flying a couple times because they had uh, Mac Hodges, who uh, owns the place. He's really transitioned into his full-scale planes again. And so he's got, you know, some beautiful biplanes and high wing and parasol type planes. Uh, and two of them ended up flying out of the field and took a little trip and then came back. So oh, cool. there's a video on, on uh, I think I may have posted on the Freefall RC page with the, uh, the takeoff of that big biplane. It sounded awesome. Nice. Now, I will tell you, one of the things that really, really makes this event cool is the, the Hodge Hounds. It's the locals that... that are there all the time they have this event or any of these events down to a t they they circle the wagon so to speak they take their campers and they make this giant u-shape um pattern with them they extend the awnings out and then they fill up the blank space in the middle with the little easy up 10 by 10s so you have this giant courtyard in inside of this ring of campers to set up all your your tables your workspaces your food prep that that's awesome. That's definitely. I, I think I got some of that in the pictures. You might be able to tell that that's what's going on. 
but they definitely know how to to enjoy an event like that. They they set up for a week and have a good time. That's great, man. Great. Yeah, I think you were doing a great job of posting videos from that event, man. It was yes. cool. I was checking them out every time I could uh, have service or wherever, wherever I was at. Yeah, it's it's. I, if you if you're in the area at that time of year, definitely worth going for a visit because, um, again, it's kind of a smaller event, but and it, but it's been going on for ten years, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's really well laid out. It's really comfortable. It's it's not. You know, it's not overly structured, and it's not doesn't feel rushed. Um, that's being said, <laughs> uh, speaking of rushed, I really did not prepare for this. I just threw a bunch of airplanes in 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 the uh, in the truck and hooked the trailer up and just drove. When when I got the nod from the boss, I, <laughs> I just went. So I, I didn't really, I wasn't as um, set up as I normally would be for a trip like that. I didn't bring any cookware. I didn't bring any food. I just grabbed a bunch of stuff while I was up there and, uh, you know, but it was worth it. Mean, it still, it was a good time. The the guys up there take care of anybody that walks into their camp. They'll, they'll, they'll make you feel at home. Nice. Well, that's it. That's, that's my summary. Awesome, dude. Yeah, man. One of these days we're going to make it out there. Whether for awesome. Hefe or. Awesome. Hefe. <laughs> so dude, the guy or with Seth. the, the guy with the jet, man, uh, I saw him land, and it looked like uh, it, the ground was still wet when he came in. It looked damp. No, yeah, uh, it looked like he was blowing up a lot of a uh, lot of water and a lot of moisture. Oh well, I'll tell you, mornings and evenings, you know, there was a lot of dew on the ground. Yeah, and that's so that's probably idea. what it was. I mean, we didn't have any rain. It was it was nice and firm uh, ground. You know, we we do get hit with rain in these events a lot, as as you've seen from like the flight test events. Yeah. Where you're, you know, you'd be float flying off the main field, but no, I think that would have been just the the just really heavy condensation. Because if you saw some of the pictures um, that I posted, dark in the morning. I mean, it's you know, it seems to be. I was getting up early, uh, but it was just dark and foggy. I mean, dense, dense, dense fog. So it it looked cool when one of the guys was flying his his night plane at, during the day. You know, just just as mon- you know, morning was starting. Um, you kind of the twilight sort of lighting with the fog yeah. just made the air glow. That was cool. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess that's what it was. It's just a lot of condensation on the ground when the plane was landing. So what'd you pick up there? You picked up a wing and you picked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and next, right? some, some sad news with that. Uh, so Uh-oh. the first thing I picked <laughs> oh, up no. was, was the wing. I grabbed that because Ernie had that and I, I've been wanting one of his wings for a few years now. Uh-huh. Um, I think the second thing I purchased was a UMX pits and man, I, I was blown away, by how well that flew, uh, I got the UMX Waco and I like it. It flies nice, but the pits just seems to fly better. Okay. That being said, I, I took it out today and I was flying around showing it off at that little gathering we had. And I, I may have crunched it a bit. Um, I broke out the hot glue gun, put it back together. We'll see what the weight does to it. Oh, geez. So that was the second thing I bought. The third thing I bought was Craig was there. He he um he sold me the uh, Immersion RC Vortex 285. It's an old, uh, well, quote unquote old uh, quadcopter with the folding mm-hmm. arms. Yep, yep. And yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a really neat design when it was new, and and you look at it now, it's not. You know, it was it was sold as a racing quad back then, but you know. 
it's no one's gonna race the motors are tiny a little slow it's 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 more of a cruising filming type quadcopter compared to what the racing ones are now but i saw it and i made him a really stupid offer on it and he took it so i had to buy it so that was i was kind of excited about that because i always wanted one and i just did i couldn't you know at the time justify the money for it is that the one that looks like uh, has two headlights on it no that's something else that's that's a e-sheen's one oh right right i'll i'll throw a picture your way the Vortex was the one all the quad guys were, were buying initially, I think, right? And racing? Yeah. The Vortex yeah. was, yeah. It had, they were very... had the, round, mm-hmm. the tubular carbon fiber tube arms that yeah. would flip in place and then it would fold back. Yeah. And it, it it's a nice quadcopter, but like I said, it's just, you know, it's it's almost laughable compared to what they're flying now. Yeah, as far it's kind of dated now, right? The last thing I bought, I got off one of my friends up there. Um, I was looking at it. He had it on the trailer. You know, is that the Dynam T6 under there? He's like, yeah, you want it? And <laughs> I'm, well, you know, I'm kind of interested. He offered me a stupid low price. I said, yeah, I'll take it. So that was the last one I bought. And uh, so we are so lucky that thing didn't crash. His son and I were out there trying to get it glued up to, you know, give it a test flight before I purchased it. And uh, flew it around. And, man, it just it flies nice. It's a nice little warbird. Got it home. Was putting the new, you know, the new receiver in it to match, you know, to my radio, and right. uh, I'm looking at it, and the elevator servo was just flopping loose in it. No, jeez, <laughs> nice. had this one little bit of glue holding it in place oh, on boy. one end. I cannot believe it flew without crashing like that. That just wow, was, yeah, was luck. So I, I went over everything, glued it all back up, and made sure it was secure. Um, I'll, I'll have to take that out soon and give it a test flight as. You know, on my own radio, it's kind of weird flying on someone else's radio. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Now that concludes my summary. Unless you got more questions. Well, dude, I saw a few pictures that you posted. One was interesting. Uh, I don't know if Steve saw this, but the tricopter that was made out of a violin. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was pretty. That, I saw it. I didn't know what the hell I was looking at. I, I, because I it was no that idea. one, and it was like a, a T tricopter with it, right, in that picture? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't even notice the T one, but if you look at that yeah. one, it's a tricopter with floats. Wait, there's... Yep. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah the whole, they, were, they were working on that before I got up there. That was one of their little crazy projects. Yeah, you got to look at that picture, Steve. I didn't even see the, the, the T one until I went back through and I looked, and I was like, oh, my God, look at that one. Oh, I got I to look that yeah, back so, so, Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah the violin... Yeah. Violin, you have to tune, and then you have to adjust the flight controller. <laughs> so, so I wonder if like, did it? Wait, I gotta look up the picture because I don't recall. If, was there strings on it? Yeah, yeah, there's a few strings on it. So, so what so you what, need now is another quadcopter that has the bow on it, and just go back and forth. <laughs> well, my the- my question is, so if would it cause like you know some weird vibration because of the motor spinning and maybe cause some harmonics with the strings and then the flight controller freaking I, I, out or something i don't know i never saw it fly i just saw it sitting there how to take a picture i would think that you would hear it yeah i would think that it would resonate to where the strings would start vibrating you'd probably right yeah i mean all it is is a really an amplifier the body's going to amplify anything yeah right but if it's hollowed out right so yeah oh man yeah that, that can't find a picture but yeah that's that's pretty awesome though that's a guy that went through the pawn shop or swap meet and he was like oh five dollars for an old beat up violin i'll turn that into a freaking tricopter or or he plays violin and and had an old yeah. one so yeah 
That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. So I saw that, Fred, and I saw another picture I wanted to comment. I saw Crafty Freaking Dan. Oh, yeah. A video of him there. It, was that the one where I told him to give me back my quad copper and he wouldn't do it? Yeah. Yeah. So that what that was is um, Crafty. I, I didn't even let him get out of his car before I was yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he had built this um, this little 160 size quad, which is, you know, was like the smallest one around at the time because the, the gremlin size hadn't come out yet as far as a brushless quad. And he had it for sale and I, I, I had to buy it. So I bought it. I had it for a while. And then uh, it developed a weird issue. It would fly and then just drop out of the air. And then it would fly back up and then just drop. Uh, oh, boy, so, yeah. So I gave it to him in, in March at the uh, the giant swap meet, the Perry swap meet. Okay. And we have not crossed paths since. So even though he had fixed it pretty close to right away, you know, I, I just expected I'd go visit him or would be somewhere where, you know, he could hand it to me and, and it hasn't happened till just now. So that's what that was all about. Oh, okay. Now it's good to see somebody I recognized, man. I was like, it's Crafty Dan. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. Nice. Yeah, he's a good dude. Cool, man. Looks like he had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely worth doing. And and I'm so excited because this is, again, we're getting into my time of year for uh-huh. flying events. Uh, yes. So I've got a bunch of them lined up. I'm hoping nice. to get out, do some yeah. more. Keep it up. Get some, content, get some content for the Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. It's great. Well, I, I did feel awesome, bad. Dude. I did feel bad because there was one video I did where I was I was picking on the 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 podcast listeners that are anti planker and uh, went over to check out some of the giant scale helicopters and mm-hmm. apparently my video cut out. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I saw that one. Oh man, I felt bad because I mean they were it was cool. I went over and, and checked out the stuff they had and I didn't realize that. I'm, I'm thinking I'm recording the whole time and, and then the feed quit. So no, no. I, I, that's happened to me before. So I'm sorry, guys. It was not intentional. It would have been funny if it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh, Fred. Here's some helicopters. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Got your hopes up. Okay. That's All right. Cool. All right. We got anything else? That's it. I think. Okay. I definitely want to make it down to one of those events. One of these years. Um, you know, Seth or Hodges, uh, the Hefe. Um What's Hefe? the other? What's the What's the other big one that's down there? That's Jonal. Jonal, yeah, that one too. Yeah, uh, that's a little closer to you. I'm hoping to eventually make it up to one of those events in a couple of years. I can say that. Yeah. Oh, we'll, boy, we'll meet up and ride together. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'll, I'll show up my helicopters representing. That's what oh, you got to do. I meant I meant to bring my my little 450. That would or no uh, 300. X yeah, three hundred CFX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would have been fun to take because, like I said, there was hardly anyone in the air. Lots of times, I could have had plenty of room to really stretch out with it. So, the guys fly helis there, though. I mean, oh yeah, you saw them there. Were they? Fly- oh, that's cool. Yeah, this guy had a, I mean, giant electric one down there that he was flying. Um, oh, cool. So, now did flight test go down there and do that? Like, did, was that the area where they did the racing through the trees originally with with a lot of the quads and they yes I think the they tunnel. Were- the tree tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a picture, picture that reminded me of that. Yeah. This one of the pictures I took, and I meant to fly through that with FPV this time, but I, I just didn't get around to it. So they, they took like a T 28 through there and chased it with a quad or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and they, they had done some featuring of Peter before he was on the show. Yeah. Stuff yep. Doing there. 
That's a really nice area, man. Oh, dude, it's awesome. There's nothing around it, though. That's that's the only draw- downside is, you know, if you go there with the family, you know, you're only going to get away with it once. There's not really much to, you know, it's not like the wife and kids are going to go off shopping or to the beach or anything like that. Uh, so, I mean, there's Americas and there's, you know, the antiques and the north of there is Andersonville where they have the Civil War, you know, prison camp. Uh, if you want to go out and check out some history, there's some neat stuff, but. Yeah, see, I would love to see stuff like that, but my wife would be like, we're how far from the beach? There's no pool here? Yeah. You know, she, that's, yeah. That's all she's interested in, really. When we go. There might be a pool at the hotel, but. <laughs> oh, that's cool, dude. There's always a pool at the hotel, yeah. Okay. News. News and announcements. News. And announcements. All right. I have an announcement. We finally got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Except that Fred started stepping on me when I was saying news and announcements. Uh, I caught I caught that. I caught that. We'll, we'll okay. work on it. Yeah, it's a work in progress, though. It's okay. Uh, I just wrote that Flight Fest South is coming down to Florida November 3rd through the 5th. Okay. At the, uh, uh, I don't know, what what is it, Fred? The the Francis Wall freaking, what is it? I don't know. It's the airport in Lake Wales. Lake Wales Airport, yeah. Go to Lake Wales, go to the airport. You can't miss it. Yeah. So go check those guys out. I'm sure they're gearing up for that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh-huh. I, I I put in for that time off, and the boss gave it to me. So nice. um, I will be able oh, to. Oh, dude. Have- That's awesome. They're going to be happy as hell to see you. Yeah. It's been it's been a challenge getting out and away from this place lately. So it's nice. I'm going to get to do it. That's cool. And that's all I saw. I went on Horizon Hobby, but I didn't see anything new. Nothing Sorry, new on Horizon Hobbies, huh? Yeah. They're having a super scale fail. <laughs> Are they still pushing that? Uh, that whatever the uh rewards program yeah you know i was listening to the rc after hours podcast they were going into that a little more where they were talking about all of that stuff as well mm-hmm. like the rewards and and i thought they were doing something new with the rewards like giving you giving you more stuff i don't know oh, that'd be cool uh, that's what's funny is well uh while you guys are talking about your event you went to mike coolens messaged me and was telling me about some of his hunting he's been doing nice oh, nice Nice. What do you catch? You catch anything good? He's got a fourteen pointer that he's been keeping an eye on. He wasn't quite able to 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 get a shot on it this time because he's still mm-hmm. doing archery, so he, he's needing that stuff to come in kind of close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. They're doing double points right now on select items. Maybe that's what they were talking about. Okay, trying to get rid of old stock by giving double points. Nice. And it's like servos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is there any other news and announcements? You guys want to make? Well, sort of. It kind of gets into my what's next for you in the hobby. Um, he stole my Flight Fest South news. <laughs> uh, oh, so All right, so let's go into what's next for you in the hobby then, and you can go first. Fantastic. Let's do that. So, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, I'm going to be going to Flight Fest South. That's not exactly next to me in the hobby since I should be talking to you again before. But uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, the 25th through the 29th. I'm going to be going over to Donaldsonville or, or Iron City, somewhere between the two, to uh, the 3D Farm. Uh, it's a southern farm field down here that's got this big Huckaween, Huckfest 3D planes, giant 3D planes. That uh, it's nice. Not exactly my you know direction in the hobby that I usually go as far as the 3D stuff, mm-hmm. but they put right. such a good show, and the hosts, the guy that owns the place is amazing they they have a giant cookout every year there's no fees no you know you just kind of throw a donation or you buy the raffle tickets 
That's mm-hmm. how they fund it. But I mean, the guy just wants to come to his, his property and have a good time. And so it's real laid back. It's casual. Um, they have some fun stuff going on. They do the, um, every year they have the stick races. So, you know, the ugly sticks or whatever it is, uh, glow, uh, pylon race. And they destroy those planes every year. It's a riot watching the crashes on this race. <laughs> it's, it's low and fast. So that's interesting. They have this giant wall every year that's a different type of cutout. This year it's a haunted house theme. And what they were saying they're going to do is, I'm guessing like the marking flags for irrigation. They said there's going to be flags on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you have to hover and kind of like slam the bottom of your plane against the flag. And if you hit the oh, flag, boy. if you hit the flag, there's an envelope with cash in it, and you get whatever cash is in the envelope. So go ahead, smack your two thousand dollar plane in there for that ten, twenty, fifty dollars, whatever it is. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna make for a fun time, I'm sure. And I'll I'll be getting some live video of that. Yeah, definitely. Nice. That's gonna be cool. <laughs> I was kind of hoping to try to sneak him on to the show today, but he was he was not available. Rusty is the guy that owns the property, and and he says, yeah, there's going to be a little FPV there this year. They tend to be, you know, pretty casual about letting a mix of planes fly. You know, like I said, it's primarily designed as the Huck Fest, but they 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 just you know they're just having a good time with their airplanes. Cool. I'll bring a mix of stuff up and see what I can get away with. Nice. That's cool. my next. All right, Kevin. Hey, I had a quick announcement to make. Thanks to Facebook and their memories from whatever <laughs> I have. I don't know if this is a record because I don't think anybody's keeping track of, track of this, but I have a four-year-old FT Versa wing that still flies. Oh no way! <laughs> wow. I have a, I have a, yeah, I have a Facebook post from four years ago when I put that thing together, and with the little lights on it. It's not. I had two of them at one point. I ripped the other one apart that had, uh, that was kind of like the super one had all the super lights in it. But yeah, my original FT Versa. I think the second. No, maybe that was the first plane I ever built. I still have it, still hanging up in my garage. I can still wow. take it and fly it if I wanted to. Yeah, crazy, right? Uh-huh. I don't think I don't think I've had a FT plane last more than <laughs> definitely not more than a season. A I would, season, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah more than a month, <laughs> maybe two months. If I didn't fly it, I mean, <laughs> even then they kind of like the foam for me. Like I don't know, maybe because my garage got flooded a couple times and things just didn't. Just kind of got wet, and foam doesn't like when it gets wet. The foam board, yeah. I should say, doesn't like getting wet. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, actually, I've had. I don't know when I built the the sparrow, the FT sparrow with the uh, waterproof foam. I think that was yeah. like around Neff. Like I think I built it right after. No, it wasn't. It wasn't right after Neff last year, was it? I think so because we were talking about it because I got a chance to fly it. I got a chance to fly the one that Bixler had. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I want to build one because it sounds cool. Because it's like with the pusher and the little quad motor, it screams, you know, and I like that. So I built that, and I still have that one. It's still in one piece. It still has a receiver, and I think it still even has a battery I flew it in. It <laughs> just stuck in there. <laughs> still Probably plugged in. Still plugged in. <laughs> uh, you know, that's how I properly drain my batteries for disposal. No. Yeah. Um no, but yeah, that, that that's still hanging in the garage in the shelf. So, so I know that yeah. one's good. But my uh, mini guinea's gone. FT trainers that I had are gone. My uh, what's the other one that I liked? Um, ah, the high wing. Um, not the cub, but what was the storage? other one? No, not the storage. The smaller one. It wasn't that big. Remember, I had the big motor on it. Bushwhacker. Uh, the bushwhacker. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah that I still have it, but it's it's not looking too good. It, it's gonna it's gonna need a facelift. Maybe I'll fiberglass that one next. Hmm. I'll tell you what, but that fiberglass food. is the the racer man. The racer was. That thing was pretty. That moved. Why out don't the I right do that? On. If I put the motor combo I have in the, um, the Bushwhacker because that's a big motor in there. I think it's like a forty-six size motor or whatever. I think it's one of those a four eighty, right? That's what it was. It was a part four eighty, yeah. Um, put that in the racer. That would probably fly really good because I never got a racer to fly very well. It was always underpowered for my the ones that I had. So that that might be it. Maybe Mine flew good. great until I got to the field in Goshen where I had an unlimited sky. And then I was like, oh, wow, this thing's really slow. Like, I mm. think I started out with a 370, probably 400 motor on it. I think so. Yeah, I think you had a 400. And then, mm-hmm. and then when I went up there, I said, oh, this thing can, now that I'm, I have all this room to fly in. Yeah. You know, I, I put on a 425 and I think I blew that up at Flight Fest <laughs> one year. <laughs> So so, how would you think the four twenty five or four? How how would you think my four eighty would be at like say Warwick? Because that's probably where I would fly it or our field. That would be a, the hardest part. Would be launching it because my my four twenty five I would throw out there and give it throttle and it would torque and just like, it would like just turn left and I would just okay now we're flying but we're flying off that way so sure sure like, yeah you might have to throw it towards your car and then when it. <laughs> So when it turns left and spins 180 degrees, you can turn around and fly it. How about uh, I, I how about know. not the landing gears on it? You know, you just try make that. it a, make yeah. it a tail dragger. You could try that, sure. You know that might work. It might be. I don't know. I, I, part of me wants to go and build another Spitfire because I have really fond memories of the Spitfire flying really well. That oh, was the one cool. I would yeah. fly like inverted circuits, like not for days, but like you know. In that manner of speaking, for days, kind of deal, like just turn after turn, inverted, you know, doing circuits. And yeah. I love that. You know, it was great. It handled perfect inverted circuits, with no problem. So easy to fly. Hmm. We got to revisit that again, maybe, uh, maybe the start of next season or something. You know, I'll get together a few planes that I, that I like, like the FT3D that I always wanted to try again. I was, build that on was this, terrible this for winter. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that we're more experienced pilots, maybe, you know, we'll have a, better experience with it i don't know and then just maybe have an episode of like a couple of planes that we got together and you know our thoughts on them now that we're sure that's pilots. actually a really good idea right like you yeah. know three years later let's fly the same planes we started with and see what we think yeah you know Prep that's, or something that's yeah or maybe like idea. the first three planes that we flew with yeah well or that would be like, like yeah. the, the what was it the ft flyer remember that i had ailerons i made that a, a four channel at one point the ft flyer oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the triangle yep. looked like a diamond thing that flew <laughs> yeah not that though <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i i definitely want to take another ft plane and fiberglass because i'm telling you when you when you see uh, i don't know just just the way that the the vegans coming out fiberglass i know you can't stop touching it i know i can't stop touching it i can't stop rubbing on it it's weird but uh <laughs> it's making me uh really Really want to try another uh, another plane of their design and see if I can fiberglass that and make it more durable and and fly better. I mean, we'll see. Who knows how this thing is gonna fly? But I have I have I have uh, high hopes for it. So that would be cool, and I would love to hear what Hildeflyer um, Dave has to Dave, say. Mm-hmm. Like, cause cause he, I know he did a vegan. Like, what other planes have people? Yeah, he was working on a vegan. I don't even know if he finished it. I've been. 
I'm actually, uh, let me see if he responded. I emailed him the other day. I was like, I, let me just, you know, let me get your cell phone number because um, it'll be easier to talk than through email. But I don't know if he uh, got my message or responded. If we have any listeners left that are part of the flight test community, probably know more than us. Let us know if you know of somebody doing a fiberglass FT plane that isn't the Viggen, you know? Uh-huh. I know a guy did a balsa baby blender a couple of years ago. Yeah. I know that's been done, but I don't know about fiberglass in any other FT plane. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know. Um, you can let us know on the posts that I'll put up for the, for the Viggen for all the pictures that I've, uh, took over the couple of the builds. Like I kind of got lazy with the build picks. I kind of did some at first and then I kind of got lazy and it just was like, I need to build this, you know, I need to get this done. Um, yeah. It's, um, it's kind of been a work in progress for a little while now. So, Dude, I'm the worst when it comes to taking pictures like that. Yeah, I just need... <laughs> but getting, getting back to what's for next for me in the hobby, I wrote, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going to happen this weekend. Hopefully I can get out and get some flights in. Yeah, I'm going to be flying Sunday, so I don't know what day you're flying. I know okay. Saturday, Mike, our club president, is trying to organize some stuff. I think a clunk fracking plane fly. Oh, uh, is it? I think I'm, so. Or clunker fly? Clunk, clunker fly, yeah, something like that. I might be only available for Saturday. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you That's can bring out that I'm, Corsair sure. slash Sukhoi. What did you call yeah. it again? The Suck Air. Suck Air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So what do you got going on, Steve? Well, something I know that we're going to be working in progress, you, me, and our our good friend Joe Reyes, we're going to be working on some new, you know, free forestry redesign. Yeah. We're be working on some logo redesign, and we're also going to work on, um, work with him to do a wrap for our V-controls. And I think- cool. I think the process, well, we've been talking about it. So this is something new we want to try is like um, the collaboration portion. We want to actually maybe film it. So whether we do like Skype video or, or whatever, Google Hangouts, kind of do like um, a, a live feed of that, like to see what, you know, if, if it's live, that'd be cool. If not, we'll record it and then edit and, and put it on air. But to to kind of give, you know, folks the the back kind of like the behind the scenes of what it goes into you know developing a new logo or developing a new v control wrap that he does and not just a v control but any transmitter wrap that he does and just kind of go into that so that i think that'd be pretty cool to collaborate with team ninja i can give him a little preview here's what i came up with that sucks dude (laughs) (laughs) hmm let me think about it no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no. <it. laughs> now I'm sure uh I'm sure because you know, he's he's good. This is what he does, you know. So I'm sure yeah, he'll be dude, able I'm... to develop something really cool for us. Um and something yeah. simple. We want simple. I'm I'm kinda you know, I, I like our logo, I like the font type, but I feel the font type is very difficult to reproduce in any other form factor besides, you know, a word document or digital, right? So yeah. so I wanna uh wanna simplify a little and, and get Get to like a simple logo where we can easy do T-shirts, stickers, you know, where we don't have to spend a lot of money because our logo to do a custom T T-shirt it's like thirty some dollars a T-shirt. It's ridiculously expensive, um, you know. And 
I know there's folks like Phil who's like, oh, I'd pay for a teacher. And, you know, just all the folks that ask. But the problem is, right. is that I can't be like, oh, well, it's going to be 30 some odd dollars plus shipping. It's like, who yeah. wants to pay $40, $50 for a t-shirt? Yeah. You know, so it's not fair. It's not it's not right. So we want to kind of, you know, with this being um, we're coming up to our 100th episode soon, you know. So when as we're as we're coming up past 100, we're going to be on our second year, um, two full years of doing this show that, you know, we need a little rebranding and and kind of get our brand, you know, a facelift, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but so, right now, I'm especially really, after 100 years. I'm a new uh, hundred years, yeah. Hundred episodes. I don't. I don't know if our <laughs> listeners have been noticing, but when when I've been publishing the episodes, I I've been using this uh, the black and white version of our of the Free Farsi podcast logo. I noticed that. I know. I I know you noticed it because you're the one who made it and gave it to me. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. I see, something simple, right? I mean, granted, yeah. it's the same font and. And everything, but it's just like a black and white version. But that's what I want. I don't. It doesn't have to be colors. Doesn't need to have all this like silhouettes of the different types of aircraft. I think now that we're a little bit older in our podcast career, I'll say with air quotes, two fingers in the air. I mean, four fingers in the air. <laughs> um, that like we can just kind of simplify it. You know, it don't need to be all elaborate explaining. Because that's why we did that logo, right? Like our first logo was right. was like we okay, flew everything. We flew everything, so we want to have a picture of everything. Sure, yeah, exactly. To represent that, right? And and now it's like now we just need a helicopter. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to put that in there. No, I mean we we still fly everything. It's just we're we're a little we're leaning a little more heavier on the helicopter side, you know. But we did the we could have Fred's eggs, my kettle one bottle, and your helicopter. There we go. There you go. T shirt. <laughs> oh boy. And your face. Get to the chopper. And my face. No, God forbid my face. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I think it's it's gonna be a good a good future of like, you know, we'll be able to produce swag that we don't need to have people maybe buy or spend a lot of money, you know, to donate or whatever to get these like t shirts or anything. I think coming up, we should cut together a few spots, uh, you know, for Joe. And I know, like, for, we haven't even talked to him, but guys like, you know, Kevin Matusik and, and their, their CNC that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Just, not that we even want money for them either. No, you know? it's like, not about just, that. Just to promote, like, just yes. cut together some commercials or something, you know? Yeah, I'm but, totally down for it. I think for promoting Chris and his, and his business that he started up there. Yep. Chris Ryberg's you know, area like photography. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, you know, this this podcast, I mean, we're not trying to be, we're not trying to really, we're not trying to make money or anything. We're just, we want to support the hobby. We want to support our friends in the hobbies. And if they have little businesses, they want to get the word out. I'm all for it. That's not a problem. Yeah. You know, you, the hardest part's going to be coming up with something that sounds like a commercial and not just us reading shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Today was funny at work. Uh, one of, one of my coworkers comes like, uh, we we need people to to take pictures to update our webpage. I'm like, okay, I'm representing my my Fly Fest 2016 shirt. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> some Boy. some RC cross uh, <laughs> promotions. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's kind of next for me and you, Nahabi. Uh, otherwise, I I gotta I gotta sell that Goblin 420. 
I gotta get that thing sold. Um, I haven't really got much bites on on Facebook, so I'm probably gonna post it on eBay soon. What else? I have uh, that scale heli. I gotta build up. I gotta finish my vision and get that made in. Um, besides that, just kind of you know diddle dally on on some helis and work on some stuff. Mainly, mainly the vegan. That's gonna be my point of concentration, to just like take all my effort and get that thing done. Hopefully, maiden, not this weekend. Um, so that not the day after this episode comes out, but maybe the weekend after. Hopefully, um, it won't be snowing or anything like that. It shouldn't be. It's still October. So snowing, be- dude. <laughs> I don't know. It got oh. cold this week. It was- bitching ass cold this morning it was 33 degrees yeah so i posted I, a picture on facebook uh-huh <laughs> and of course frank rubbed it in that he was sitting in 82 degrees sure but dude i just want to say one more thing i, I about uh-huh. the vegans dude uh kyle schneider mentioned coming out to our field i told him do anytime uh, yeah anytime he wants, he wants to see our 6s vegans going and i said i think i told him i said why don't you wait till steve finishes his and then come out and yeah check them both out you know yeah, definitely. And then he can fly both of them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll bring my 4S. He can fly whatever he wants. Yeah. And plus, I think he just wants to check him out and come out and fly and hang with us. You know? Yeah, definitely do so. And that's the great thing. If you wanted to, if he does, if he did want to try flying out, just, I mean, I'm sure we can, I can bring my DX9. You can buddy box on yours because yours is uh, Spectrum, right? Yeah. He can fly mine if he wanted to the fiberglass version because we could buddy box on the V control with no problem. We have enough V controls, you know. You know, it's an open invite for any of our listeners that are in this area that if you guys want to fly with us, you know, we're in our field is Central Jersey. Just ping us, let us know. You can come as our guest and we'll hang out, you know. Ping, ping, direct message, private message, whatever you call it these days. Whatever these kids are calling it. PM, DM, BM, whatever. Whatever you want to do. BM? What's BM? Bowel movement. <laughs> Bowel movement. All right. Let's, All right. Let's wrap so, it up, dude. Really? All right. Facebook likes. We are at 694. That's plus three this week. Wow. So we're, we're on that brink of 700 nice. likes. All right. So we have Brad Sampson, Casey. And the Sunshine Band? No, I wish. That'd be easier to pronounce then. Um. Crybell and Ronnie Gullet. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for liking Thanks, us. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Facebook comments. All right, dude. Facebook comments. You had, we had a, we had a listener who, who wrote in about, I think it was Darren that asked about the, uh, the app and how to, you know, stream it without using Podbean and all that. Uh, so you actually posted something up. If you're an Android user, what to do? And and actually, credit goes to Michael mm-hmm. Shaggy Parker, yep, who sent it to you. Mm-hmm. But um, so I wanted to just mention that real quick. Uh, you need to download the episode, and and you you laid out all the instructions into that. That that was all, Michael. I I just basically copied and pasted and fixed a couple typos. <laughs> but oh, okay. yeah, and the screenshots were all him. He did all the markup and stuff. So yeah, um, I'm I'm surprised. So Darren did respond back. Saying that he could, he still couldn't get it going, and and the funny part is that he was using the same phone as Michael, who who was able to do it, you know, Shaggy. So, um, but then also our friend David uh, Gerdeman, yeah, he responded also saying that uh, he uses this app called the Podcast Addict app, okay, and that seems to work well. He even searches the iTunes list if he wanted to, which is 
pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So hopefully, um, you know, we could get this stuff figured out for for Darren and any other listener that's having issues getting our, I'm uh, getting like a direct download feed. I, I just, you know, I don't think it, it's not cool that you like are forced to use something. You know, if you want to go, with, you know, if you can directly download things to your phone as a MP3, you know, why yeah. why not? Yeah, you shouldn't be forced to do anything. This isn't Obamacare. You oh, just want to listen to a podcast for crying out loud. <laughs> Ah, oh, boy. It's been a while since you got on your Obama soapbox there. If you like your podcast, you can keep it. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have? Website comments. Well, no, no. It's so Facebook. I want to talk about oh. our uh, our listener series. So that post that I put up. Oh, okay. Uh, we got quite a bit of response. And I've kind of, at, at this point, have um, not capped the response, but like, you know, it's kind of said that okay this is enough <laughs> this is there's enough people um it's a lot of people that have responded so i have a list of about let me see here about 16 17 people that responded that would you know love to be on the show to do awesome. one of the listener series so we're we're talking you know 16 17 volumes of this series um that we're going to do oh, so that's really cool man definitely um expect that i have uh, three or four guys already booked. I mean, we got we got Shaggy coming on the show next episode, but um, oh. but besides him, he's gonna be so volume two, right? So we had Javier, now Shaggy. You, you'll recognize this name, uh, David Jones. Do you recognize that name? Yes, I do. Staff Sergeant David Jones. Yes. So he's gonna be on the show. He's uh, so it'd be great to kind of get his input from um, you know, and from the whole military to the RC, and then you know. Listening oh, to that's us. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be cool. You know, our friend uh Ethan Atier. You remember him, right? Yeah. From Flight Fest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he's gonna be coming on the show uh sometime in November. We got Andy Ross already scheduled in December. I mean so you know, we got we got folks that we're we're scheduling throughout the next couple of months. And we're gonna you know, I'm gonna be reaching out to more and more. I'm basically going down the list of whoever posted first will get first dibs on the date kind of deal and just you know kind of go down the list so that's gonna be awesome because we're gonna hear a lot from our listeners dude i'm looking and i'm looking at the list dude and it's a lot of people that i'm like wow we we should have done this like last year you know Cause oh definitely yeah. a lot of people that i'm like wow we should have had them on mm-hmm. you know like almost everybody on this list that i know i've met and talked to dave for crying out loud we've yeah. known dave for how long yeah we're gonna have him know? talk about the spaz stuff right the uh yeah yeah that's gonna be awesome Ron Riccio, Ethan, mm-hmm. you know, um, just guys like that. And, yeah. and some of the new guys like Andrew Snyder. You know, you know, Bob Heister, right? Yeah. 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 So we met him at the CP Heli, um, which ended up not being a fun five. The rain us. out. Yeah. The, the rain out or the 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 diner out or dine in, dine in maybe. I don't yeah. know. Where we, we all, you know, met up and uh, had breakfast together and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, Jason Johnson says he's been flying RC for 25 years. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's cool too. That's awesome. Yeah. So you got new guys, you got old guys, you know, or I don't old guys, but you know, guys that have been in a hobby a couple of years, guys that have only been flying a couple of years, but have been on the sim for like 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. the helicopter, airplane, um, Wesley Wesley uh, D Pennypacker. He's he's a big quad guy, you know. So oh, yeah. cool, excellent, man. Definitely. Oh, not quad guy, but FPV, right? So. That was a good idea, Steve. You got some good ideas, dude. Uh, yeah, I pull, I pull some good ideas out of my butt. One of these, you know, 
once in a while. <laughs> Not me. I just talk out of my ass. Yeah, yeah. While you talk out of your ass, I probably deal that in my ass. <laughs> Uh, okay nice. it's, it's getting long it's getting late to sister this shit down <laughs> <laughs> and fred's nowhere to be heard from <laughs> i think fred passed out fred's on mute oh hell i had on mute yep <laughs> i uh well no the train went by and the train uh, passes close enough here when it the whistle's blowing you can hear it so uh hell <laughs> I've, I've had it on mute since that went by <laughs> i've been commenting <laughs> and everything oh boy uh <laughs> all right so uh website comments website comments we heard from javier mm-hmm. who um said he couldn't help but go to the Podbean episode and like his own episode um, <laughs> yes but he said he, he had to be honest he likes either one he likes he likes all of them and uh it's hard to pick a favorite and he talked about uh he's almost done with his icon telemetry and that kind of stuff so it's good to hear from him yeah awesome and then he posted a link to some to a heli freak post about naming your helicopter. Uh, ironically enough, was not started by Javier. <laughs> it was uh, started by somebody else, and Javier mm-hmm. just chimed in. But uh, I guess guys do name their helicopters, and some but- of them are pretty funny. One guy says, "I sometimes call call mine YU," and then a whole bunch of graphics. Um, <laughs> how, how about this one? This, uh, this guy named one of his N7s Kate's Dirty Sister. <laughs> Kate's Dirty Sister? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that's funny. One guy calls a money pit, but mm-hmm. soon changed it to worm food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. All right. So this guy posted today. Ju- I didn't see this earlier. Uh, today it's at like quarter to seven. Um, Synergy E5 Squeaky, T Rex 550 The Slut, Logo Logos whatever is Gumby, and Logo 550 is Tweety. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh boy, The Slut. (laughs) That's funny. Guess that's one of those helis that got around. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's see. People of Podbean. People of Podbean. We have. Bishop Marcus started following us. Sporty A4059 started following us. Uh, I think I mentioned Dave Crawford 11 started following us. Um, Jordan MCF556 liked episode 95. Alex of MH, MA, MSH helicopters. Uh, SAP1144 liked episode 93 through 95, which was Joshua Orchard. Scorpion Power Systems and Alex of MSH Helicopters. I guess uh, Javier's like of his own episode didn't come through yet. Hmm. That's weird. But okay. thanks, guys. Thanks for liking the episodes. And I have to say that um, on Javier's episode, man, I don't know if we mentioned it, but uh, speaking to a couple guys at the the Fun Fly, they actually enjoyed Javier's episode quite a bit, man. I know Mike yeah. Welch said said he really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, man. We'd love the feedback. You got to get Mike Welch on the show, too. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to write his name in. Write his name in. Cool. iTunes review. Okay. I think we have a new iTunes review. I don't know if I read this one. It's titled Free Fall Podcast is Killing It by Ed J. A. Heli Hooligan. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you don't <laughs> uh, know who that is? <laughs> I think I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we went out to lunch. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but Ed, is that why he did an iTunes review? You took him out to lunch, did you? <laughs> no, he took me out to lunch. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, geez, I guess I, I probably should leave him a f- review. But anyways, yeah, he, he says, keep up the great work, guys. You guys are killing it. Nice variety of mix in the RC hobby. Just have to make sure I don't drive tired when you talk about planes. LOL, no offense, Fred. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Um, uh, thanks, Ed. <laughs> so thanks, Ed. Yeah, thanks for the review. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everybody that left us a review. Yeah. Thanks, everyone who left us one. And if you're thinking about leaving us one, leave one. Make it a funny one. We'll read it. We'll all have a laugh. It'll be great. Yeah. Drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Come on, guys. Let's get to 700. We're almost there. Couple off. Check out our webpage, com. Say hi to Chris Ryber. Hey, Chris. Ryber. Oh, I had my headphones on my pop filter here. <laughs> I thought that was Fred <laughs> uh, rushing back to the microphone. <laughs> flight test forums, off the field, audio, video production, other than flight test podcast, free forcey podcast, sitting next to our friends, the FT community cast. Hey, Petrol Mike. Hey, Petrol Mike. Uh, com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner and free forcey podcast, sitting next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hello, Hooligans. Hello, Walt and Ed. I got to admit, I haven't been doing any updates on RCLA Hangouts. <laughs> I just was so busy. I've been slacking. Yeah. You've been busy? Really? I've gone back to work. It's weird. Uh, oh, for crap. Oh, uh, so the previous six months before you went back to work. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were, you were also busy. I was busy working at the garage, the house, taking care of baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Other things uh, too. Now I'm back to work. I'm like, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm kicking ass, taking names. You know, I'm trying to get, trying to make sure the, my company's not like, why do you still work here? You know, I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a, a meeting with Bob and Bob saying, so what do you do here? <laughs> I don't know if anyone got that reference. We'll see. Cool. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to you, Kevin and Fred. Thanks, Fred. Oh, well, thanks, thanks, Kevin. Steve. And Steve. Ah, thank you. <laughs> uh, free our skies, and we'll see you next time. All right. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> good job on the videos, Fred. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, keep was, them up. Good, keep it up, so then I don't have to yeah. worry about Facebook. Oh, sorry. Um, also, <laughs> we got to get Fred access to our... I think we should get Fred access to our Gmail account, too, so he can get the calendar um, oh, yeah, set up yeah, yeah. stuff on his phone. Okay. I can remember the password. Yeah. Um, that's always the hard thing. I can share it. I, I should have it unless you change it. No, no. You change it. That's what I remember. Fred's okay. out on the motorcycle? Yep. He's riding no, on the motorcycle. No, no. Uh, the room I'm in, it's the, the weather outside is gorgeous. So, of course, I got the windows open. I'm also in Redneck, Florida, so the big jacked-up mud trucks drive by, and you can hear them as they go roaring by. <laughs> nice. Hey, you know, you know what I remember? I remember bread and sugar. It was great. Really? My wife put me on a diet, so bread and sugar yeah. st- stuff that I'm not supposed to be eating. You're not supposed to eat bread or sugar? Yeah.
What the hell are you doing? Drinking water? Eating ice cubes? I mean... Yeah, it's it doesn't leave a whole lot, no. No. Tomatoes and tuna? That's that, why you sent that picture? That's what my dinner was tonight, yes. Ah, boy. Meat, that's rough. Meat's fine. All the meat I want. I can eat all the meat I want. Oh, you're on the Atkins diet? It's a, it's a keto diet. I don't know. Hap keto? Some sort of keto. <laughs> Ketones or something. I don't know. It makes your body so it's the, it burns your own natural fats instead of burning the sugars that you're eating or something. Dude, um, I remember this this kid when I worked with was kind of chunky and he, one day he said to me, I'm going to try Tybo. And I said, why don't you try not eating so much, oh? Close your mouth, though. <laughs> <laughs> I told him. Did that yeah. work? Yeah, it worked. I, I got a kick out of it. <laughs> did, did, did he lose weight? I lost weight laughing at him, yeah. <laughs> wow, what a douchebag. <laughs> I know. What can I say? Dude? Hey, the world's not a safe place, especially when I'm out in it. Mm-hmm. Hi there. Hey, am I loud? Holy shit, yeah, I'm loud. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Skype does this crazy thing to my recording stuff. It's good thing you sure it's blame good thing Skype. you can't hear what's going on over here, bro. What is going on? Little Karen crisis and I'm singing along and shit. Oh, Freaking boy. Gospel of the Witches. I cannot get this. There's like three songs I can't get out of my head lately. Once human, eye of chaos. Once you get past the fact that the chick is drop dead gorgeous, the song is actually really good. And I've liked Karen Crisis for years. Like the first time I heard her, her sing, and I was like, "Man, I want to marry this chick." And she could yell at me all day like that. Can your wife hear you? <laughs> no, no, she's not even home. And then okay. the last one is that damn cover that uh, some dude did. System of a Down in the Style of Ghost. Oh, my God. I can't get that one out of my head either, man. Like, that one just eats away at you. That one's like one that it's almost like you can't unhear that one. It's so it's just I don't know. Maybe it's where I'm at. (laughs) Starving for some good music nowadays. Uh, Is Fred coming on today? Yeah, I think Fred is. I don't think Chris is, though. I saw he's stuck at work, he said. Yeah, I think again. Yeah, but I've been filling out my stuff and i just see and i was just firing up itunes um we are sorry oh i gotta add fred can i add fred what's up dude oh shit i think i just hung up on steve (laughs) (laughs) serves him right what what oh god let me add him uh yeah merge calls okay merge calls uh, that shit where he tries to call you when you know when he knows you're on a call. No, no you, your up, your friend? thing shows up as yellow, so I called Kevin instead. Ah, so I thought it meant that you weren't there. My plan is work. All right, so my YouTube playlist now went to Butcher Babies, and somebody was telling me how great this band is. If I could <laughs> sum this band up in one word, it'd be posers. Oh my god. What? Don't mind me. I'm just arguing with the wife. Say uh, hi to the wife. She's standing right here. Hey, what the hell is that? He didn't show up. Oh, guys, I got to take a picture of this. Are all three of them supposed to be for me? Yes. 
Oh, yeah, this this is photograph worthy. Yeah, shut up. Where's my phone? I'm not trying to your phone. Dude, I would jump on stage and punch both of these chicks if I went to this concert. <laughs> They're calling okay, out people then. in the audience for being posers, but my God, dude, come on. They're not for real. Just because you got called out by a couple of chicks don't mean you should. Yeah, but that was at the Ritz in 1980. That was 1989 at the Ritz by Cycle Sluts from Hell. <laughs> That was not my fault, man. Only because I walked up and said, hey, are you, how's the new album coming? I didn't know if she was dating the guy from Testament. Hey, Steve? Yes? Is Kevin breaking up on you, or is it just me? I think it's just you. I heard him fine. Something he was, about the some check, album, Testament. Yeah. Sorry. Reminiscing. Yeah. Fred, you were I breaking rant, up at me, rant, dude. Rant, rant, rant. Maybe I... Maybe my internet's bad tonight. I'm in the room, so I should be good now. All right, should be good now. Uh, how did we get Will on last time? Did um, what's he making? What are you uh, making eggs, Fred? Dude, man, I'm always making eggs. Dude, man, Larry, what is he gonna do with all those eggs? He got to do something with oh, them. Oh, that's not eggs. Those aren't buoys. These are my boobies. What are you talking about? Those are that's um what is that? That's tomato. Oh, Looks like um it's 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 stuffed tomato stuffed um, tuna tuna cheese. Tuna cheese and tomato. That's nice. I like that. So dude, now that my wife has lost all this freaking weight, the it seems like the F word comes out a lot more. What? How much weight does she lose? I'm back. She lost quite a bit. And uh so now guess who's being called fat all the time? Oh, that's me. I get God forbid that I ever use that word. Uh, mm-hmm. You just can't get a break, dude. Of course not. That's like, uh, that's like I'm like Fred. Or- I just can't get a break. Of course not. What's Fred saying? Fred, what the hell? I said that's like using racial terms. If you call a woman fat, you can't do that. But she can call you fat. Oh. Yeah. It's- well, you really can't say anything anymore. Um, excuse me. Which is why I sit behind my keyboard and I just troll people. Mm-hmm. I'm offended. No, I don't do any of that. You're offended? Yes. Yeah, too bad it has nothing in the Constitution about you being offended and anybody actually caring. Well, then. Sorry. Then, I'm sure it's just our if, planning if, on writing that, that stuff in, though. If, yeah, if Bernie Sanders was elected, I'm sure it'd be... He'd be writing it in right now. It, well, so if me being offended doesn't you know mean anything, then all my right wing friends that are upset and offended by these guys that are kneeling and using their Second Amendment or First Amendment right to to kneel. I um I haven't watched a football game all year long, dude. Me neither. And it's just if you if you want to choose to kneel, I I mean you can choose to give your grandmother the finger. It's really not right, but I and then I can choose not to uh, watch a football game. I actually got asked by my father in law. If I wanted to go to Giants game this weekend, and I said, you know what, nah. Well, you should. <laughs> I was like, give it to Eddie. Should have done give, like You should have gone and then walked out. <laughs> yeah, back to the parking lot. Yeah, because that's you know what was going on. He went back to the parking lot and we pounding beers. I think. <laughs> but that means you're also paying for parking. You're you still supporting. Yeah, them. exactly. Well, he exactly. didn't pay for it. We did. Yeah, we paid True. for it. If Bernie Sanders was elected, dude, the Constitution be would be written written on a whiteboard right in the right about now. <laughs> They'd be changing it every other week. 
we're going to be recording on Monday? Yeah. Is that going to work for you or no? Well, Monday's mischief night, dude. I'm going to be out causing mischief. How old are you? <laughs> Did I get your age uh, completely wrong? It's not five zero. It's zero five. It's zero five. Ah. Listen to listen to Johnny Ketchup on the hot dog. How old are you? <laughs> You're the one who put it on the hot dog. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I that was awesome that Mike uh, bought us lifestyle. I do appreciate. It. Yeah. Try to line up an alternate guest for tonight if he's around. That's fine. I don't think we need a guest. I could just do our own shit. We have enough to talk about it. We got no time for that. Well, if he was available, I want to grab him so we can kind of do a quick, uh, uh, a, a planker one. Who, Alex? No, the Rusty. Uh, Rusty's the guy that owns the farm, the, the 3D farm. Rusty Nail? Rusty Tar- Trowick. T-R-A-W-I-C-K. Trowick. Oh, Rusty Bumper. He's a pretty cool guy. But he's probably not even home tonight. Uh, I was talking to uh, Jason Klein, and... Uh, we were chatting a little bit. He messaged me on Facebook, and um, I told him we might be looking into a table for the Adams RC swap in February. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to have. I'm probably not going to have much. Well, I got some I should have brought- UMX. Should have brought my yeah, you got UMX. I got like four UMX planes. I might, I guess, uh, the Cub, maybe. I don't know if I can fix it. Or maybe I'll just sell it broken like that for like 20 bucks or whatever. Let someone else fix it. 20 bucks, dude. Really? I don't know. Wow. I mean, I spent like 100 bucks for two planes for that and the other one. So, and I, you know, I built it, got me used, got like three flights on it and I crashed it. So, you know, I, I, I give it a value of about 20 bucks, maybe, maybe 25. I'll give you 25. <laughs> no, you have enough planes. <laughs> I know. But sure. No. <laughs> no but, um, <laughs> Nah, but you got enough planes. You have a cup, too. You got to fix. You don't need another yeah. cup to fix. <laughs> no, I got to fix that thing. An Align 450, new assembly, never programmed or flown. Everything included except controller. One battery, basic charger for 175 That's not a bad price. <clears throat> yeah, it's not, not Flybar, bad. right? It's Flybar. It's flyboardless. It's got a 3DX Align. 3GX garbage, but that's fine. Whatever you're gonna, re- yeah, I would replace that right off the bat. Well, fabulous. 175 for the airframe, then. 175 for the airframe isn't Wait. bad. <laughs> I should have never had that second cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, apparently, uh, it comes with a receiver. I see a satellite receiver on there. What am I on mute? No, no, I'm listening to you and your coffee complaints. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of complaint that <laughs> is. I'm over here going. That's flabulous. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear that one. No. Listen, that's flabulous. <laughs> what was in the coffee? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. There was booze at the uh, heffy. I think there was booze in the coffee. That's what I'm thinking. No, I can't get any more of that freaking. I use. I love the apple cider, the Keurig apple cider that I was getting last last year or the year before. My wife hated oh, it. Dude, she couldn't the, even uh, stand the smell of it. But it was like hot apple cider that I was putting Fireball whiskey and cinnamon whiskey. I mean, it was freaking awesome. I look- and, oh uh, boy, I, I gotta restart Skype. Be right back. Uh, is it gone yet? So I said Fireball. Yeah, because you said Flabulous. Flabulous. Listen, listen. Steve doesn't like it when I, when I, when I talk with when I 
I can't even describe it anymore. A lisp. Yeah. Ooh, now you're all garbled on my end. Garbled? He sounds good to me. I don't know, Fred. I think that's just his brain. Are you okay, Fred? Are you having a stroke? It's good now. <laughs> okay, so it passed. Good. That's good to hear. That's good. That's flabbelith. Flabbelith. Listen, that's flabbelith. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, Fred? Uh, so yeah so I, did you see my post on Facebook that I was like after some thought I, I figured I'd got to start taking things a little more serious so I have made the decision to uh, watch every Mel Brooks directed film in order yeah I started I started out with the producers and how are you making um I started out with the producers man and that's that's uh, as far as you got that was a heavy pill to 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 swallow. Do you know what his second film was? It it it. I I never heard of his second film, and it blows my mind that his third film was the one that was his third film. Or I think, yeah, because it was third film. Or no, I think his third film he did at, with uh, Young Frankenstein. They, they they released like two films that year, but his second film was I'd never heard of this movie, The Twelve Chairs. Never heard. Of never that heard thing. of that. Is it like a jury? But a uh, jury thing. No, no, it's um, yeah. it's some weird, it's weird thing about it, uh, like a, a f- it's an Italian family or something. I don't know. And they hide jewels in one of the chairs, and they ship them, and I don't know. But I, I was laughing my ass off because Dom DeLuise is in it, and he's not fat. He's like a young, skinny guy, and I was like, oh shit, shit, really? Yeah. Wow. It's from nineteen seventy, I think. Let's take a look. The producers on IMDb. was nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah. Dom DeLuise. I have to look that up. Melvin Kaminsky, huh? Melvin Kaminsky. Dom DeLuise skinny. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> well, that's almost creepy looking. Yeah. Is that with the, with the beard? Uh, okay, so. no, the beard one's him fat. Well, there's one where he has a beard, but it's a fake beard. The 12 chairs, 1970. 1970, yeah. Let's take a look. Oh, is the, the long... Uh, was that? The Jewish beard? Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was playing oh, like wow. a, yeah. I, I don't know, a rabbi. Rabbi. Yeah. So where are, you, where are you seeing all these old movies? My illegal apparatus that I have. Yeah, you can find all those old movies there? Yeah. Nice. 